Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Coming in with energy. Oh, shit. <laughs> I said that out loud. That was supposed to be in my head. Yo, what's up? Uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We are going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, we're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, Kamara is going to go over the new patrons. Why, thank you, Brother Matt. Welcome all listeners and new listeners alike. Uh, this is where I shout out the Patreons who support us. It's probably my favorite part of the week. This week is no different. I want to give a big shout out to Jerome Rabinowitz. What up, Jerome? What's up, Jerome? And uh, I would be uh, remiss if I did not mention another new patron, David Braun. What's up, Dave? Sounds my like man. strapping lad. What up, Dave? And a late breaking uh, patron that just happened this morning, Moo Cow. What up, Moo? What up, Cal? Come on down. And an uh, honorable mention to Carla Hagler, who raised her pledge. Oh, you guys Carla. Thank you, Carla. And of course, with the Patreon, you get the uh, post-Joe, which we record after every episode with our own opinions on other things besides Joe, but Joe usually comes up. I believe, like Joe, Carla is a Texan. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Kamar, how was your week? Oh, well, I've been off there, Matt, all week, so it's been pretty quiet. Why I mean, were you off? There was no painting to be done? Oh, just in between be jobs? I just want to take a vacay, you know what I mean? It's February, it sucks. But it's been weird being like the center of North America for a week. That's for sure. Weird as in you actually love it secretly? Oh, I love it openly. But Many um, parades <laughs> to attend. <laughs> it, it's, it's just like I remember my uh, my roommate, I was watching something, he's like... We're on Fox News, like like you know that just like yeah, yeah. no one cares about us thing, and, it's and then you weird. see the Glebe, and you're like, what the fuck? And I've decided I can no longer like if it's arguing or discussing stuff, I have to do it in person. Like there's no, it why, doesn't work for me bother? typing or something. No, but if someone wants to talk or something, sure. like that's the only way I can do it now because I I can't communicate with people through typing. I feel like you have enough problems communicating with people verbally. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I have a lot of problems, but I just like. I, I I think I lost all my friends this week. Why? Just because you were down there showing support? I think so. Or I don't want to hear what they think anymore. Oh, so, it's more, so it's more on your side, you're uh, saying? A lot of it's on my side. Oh, okay, so that's a different... I mean, that's a different... What was wild, though, is uh, I made a call up to Clydesville. Just see what the temperature up there was. What do you mean to see what the temperature? <laughs> I guarantee you, they're stockpiling gas for the truckers. Or uh, confirmation bias, but I, I had to ask what Neil Young's status is, and he persona is non grata. Persona non grata. Yeah, of course. Cut to the quick. And for listeners, uh, Clydesville is the home of, I would argue, the biggest Neil Young fans in the world. The new, the um, former, the new male version of Karen is a Neil. 
<laughs> this guy's being a real Neil. And I have an interesting uh, development with Neil Young for the post-show. Oh, but yeah, okay. really quiet week. I've just been, unfortunately, watching the It's a good thing. Protest. It's a good thing. I was just thinking about this, that the vaccines don't make you glow. Because you can walk around down there as one of them. One of who? You, he's saying you're you, you're not a clean like, blood. You you're know a, what I mean? Oh, if they knew, they'd turn on yeah. you instantly. Assuming everyone down there is unvaccinated. That's I, what I, Simon I, is assuming, yes. Yeah. Isn't that the point? No, no, that's not the point. Mm, really? We'll get into it. Okay. Yeah, their point, Simon, is that they would like it not to be mandated. That's the only point. I got to say, though, we got an email from a listener this week, and I rarely get, like... I wasn't even pissed, but I just like, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't think this guy really heard what we were saying. I don't think so. That's that's why I wrote back and I felt like that was totally reactionary, but I was like offended, maybe sort of like you. And that's well, no, I mean, hold well, sorry, not to cut you off. I can, I mean, you're clearly in support, but I felt like even Simon and I, who people would assume maybe were not in support, I felt like I had a very um, understanding. I thought you said, I don't know about the method, but uh, they, they have the right to do it. That's yeah, what I got it. And I also said, like, I, you know, I'm not buying all of these stories about like them robbing soup kitchens. And I, again, like, I think that people need to realize that just because you don't fully 100% get behind something doesn't necessarily mean that. Like, I don't know. I, when I read that, I was again, I wasn't angry, but I was kind of like, I'm not sure. If, and if you gather a group of anybody big enough, you're yeah. gonna get. Yeah, some people bad who apples. are gonna do some bad shit. Like I don't care what it is. Yeah, at a CIA fucking conference, you know what I mean? There are gonna be a couple of guys who tip the porta potties. And it's sort of that thing that we were talking about last week. That if you if you support Joe, then you're gonna get attacked. If you don't support Joe, you're gonna get attacked. Like if you're a comedian or, or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to have a a gotta take, a and it's got to be the take that someone wants to hear. Is where yeah. we're at. It's true. There's no more middle ground. There's no like fence sitting. That, allowed anymore. I think at the end of the day, that is the worst thing of this situation. Yeah, is that we've like, eliminated all because the, fence sitting is the best. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think for things proceeding, it's the safest place to be. But uh, you know, there aren't. But with all the divisive things that have happened, it was like we're almost out of it, and now this has happened. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So you had a so you had a staycation then your staycation. week should have been great your week should have been great right man yeah were you the, bringing gas down there or um, on foot juice <laughs> juice well well, oh, well juice. that's that's a weird thing because there's I saw cops and people filling up trucks like they can't stop someone from leaving their own truck going to get gas and you know what I mean yeah. they can't really stop anybody from doing anything can well, they someone thinks they can it really the the funniest thing is all the people that hate it for sure. For sure, we're defund the police, so they're yeah, I know, they're I know. a very difficult position right now. Well, no, the funniest I find that both sides are on very difficult positions because there's the blue, there's like the thin blue line people that are now like yelling at cops, like you shouldn't be down here, you know what I mean? And then there's there's the left side who are like, like you said, who are defund the police, but are now like get the fucking cops down there to crack some skulls. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I would just like to say, I hope this is the last thing. What do you mean? Like after this. The dust has to settle right at some point, and uh, nothing else is coming down the pike. It feels like we keep thinking that. Divide. Yeah. And then things just keep getting worse. So, I cursed us there. But yeah, very quiet week. A little bit of Joe. A little bit of Joe. And the Olympics, I guess, but they've definitely been overshadowed. Dude, I'm not lying. I feel like the Olympics, they're on the clock. Like Graham Hancock, the Olympics are on the fucking clock. Well, did you see the big air? 
comp. Yep. That's for the nuclear stacks, but they're not nuclear. Apparently, it's a steel mill. Like I, I, I had to know that. Either for way, sure. build it somewhere nicer. <laughs> the optics are crazy. It's just crazy. It's the just crazy. Fi- the it's Finnish, Kamara, the Finnish, um, like village flooded, like where all the Finnish um, athletes were staying flooded. It's it's the food. It looks like a disaster. It's the worst Olympics ever. Yeah. Although I don't know why you would ever go to China and expect like this is going to be fucking great. They're going to take great care of us. Simon, I, how was your I just see the events. Like, I don't get know into it, it as much as you do you about, like, the politics of the Olympics. So There's no politics, Simon. It's if, if, you, if you're watching an event and you're like, oh, look, they put it in a nuclear, like a steel mill, I would definitely be like, that's odd. And they haven't had a, they haven't had a centimeter of snow in a month. So all that is man-made, like, taught, when we get to the environment, like, using energy to do stuff. Yeah. Anyways. We need to be done with the Olympics. Simon, how was your week? I've been liking the Olympics. Um, well, you've been watching the Olympics, obviously. Yeah, I have been And you don't care about the Super Bowl, so you have no excitement this week whatsoever. No, don't care about the Super Bowl. Don't really, like I was telling Kamar, I don't even notice that anything's going on in Ottawa. Even though they were, there was a massive uh, protest in front of your store I w- yesterday? I wasn't out for the parade, so okay. I didn't... Uh, I mean, listen... Did you, you make a you lot know, of sales? Or? No. You know something's going on. You know what I mean? You know something's happening out there. You can feel something. But I'm not seeing any trucks. I envy I'm you. Not, I envy uh, you envy me. You're like purposely putting yourself... Out there, you know what I, I mean? I, I know, because I, I had to know for myself, and now that I believe in it, it's whatever. But I'm just saying, if I was oblivious to everything, I'd be much better off, obviously. Yeah. Well, it's, not ser- it's not serving me to support this. Like, obviously, it's made me look stupid in front of people or whatever. But I'm not. Hold I'm, on. You don't feel like it's actually made you look stupid in front of people, do you? I don't that's know. Not, I, that's not your I feeling. blocked them all. <laughs> like, um, that's but, kind of a childish approach, though, yep, is it not? It's extremely childish. Okay. But I talked to someone who sort of agreed, like, I'm... It's just over. Like, you gotta, I, I don't want to fight or argue with people. You have to secure the echo chamber. You got to make sure it's tight <laughs> and don't let in any bad ideas. Well, it's detrimental. Yeah, definitely to do that. But. but I guess that's my question is like, we, you know, this is what we do here, right? Like we discuss. The, we are fortunate. Okay. But I'm, that's what I'm saying is you're not about to block us because we might see differently. than No. You and if for some reason on our thread or whatever, we would get in some sort of argument. I would have to call you. Like, that's what I'm saying about the, the typing thing. Yeah, yeah. I have to hear you know, like, uh, the typing thing is over. Or reading what people think and, like, casting a decision on that. Like, it's it's over. Like, I can't do it anymore. Do you know what the real problem is? Puppies. Just puppies on the internet. And I'm very guilty of this, too, is I don't think I can read a text or an email without putting some sort of negative... Like I can't read it with a positive. Maybe it's because the intention. Maybe it's because I don't read. Maybe it's because I'm just not a very happy person in general. I've never read something with like a, even if it ends with four exclamation points. I then at the end I'm like, oh, oh yeah, okay. That's why I use all the stupid emojis. Yeah, they seem because condescending when you use them. I'm oh, not gonna lie. Holy fuck, no, dude! There is something <laughs> wrong with you. There, like I, it literally goes through my head. I'm about to write sure to respond to Matt. I'm like, oh. Like he's gonna think I'm like sure. no, because sure means so I throw on like a happy face so that he knows no. that my sure is like content. dude I'm cool let's do this and there he just tells me that it comes off condescending go fuck yourself you know why Simon it's because if you were to say sure I would be like this is Simon being himself he read the text 
He wasn't happy he received a text period or that he had to read one. And he responded as quickly and, and curtly as he can. And that's the Simon I've come to know and love. Three smiley face emojis. I'm like, this guy's fucking, he just is like placating me now. Like, oh yeah, thanks for the link, Matt. Real fucking funny. Okay. I don't even, I don't <laughs> even know what to do. So I guess I should use one smiley face emoji. That way you're like, oh, he's like sincere about laughing, but he's not pushing it in my no, face. It's like, like an Simon, asshole. that's why I call you now for even the smallest thing. Mm, that's what I'm saying. I call, I just say, Simon, would you like to come watch the UFC a- and tonight? And what do I say the fir- every time when you call, Matt? You say, I'm smiling. No, I'm smiling right now. What is the very first thing I say? Well, no, the very first thing I say is, don't worry, no one died. There you go. Because calling people is something that crazy. I I do know that feeling. Are you a serial killer? No. Text me. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. I don't How was your week, Matt? Uh, I haven't told you how my week was, but I'm not going to tell you. But I am going to tell you something that is uh, grinding my gills. Yes, please go. On the way over here. Here we go. Buckle up. I saw, first of all, I'm going to preface this by saying I'm in full support of graffiti. And if you want to fucking go out there with your stupid tag and bomb like a government building or something, all the power to you. But when somebody makes art and then you just go and put your name on top of that art, like what kind of, do you, you understand what I'm driving at? I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, bombing someone's piece. What kind of spoiled brat does that you know like unless you're in like a war a graffiti war with the guy and you're like toying him you know what i mean which that would make sense but like just example um you know that griffith guy um we bought a buffalo painting from him he goes and he like where they patch the cement he turns them into like buffaloes and fish and it's a really cool idea just and some Idiot just writes fuck on top of like one of his fish or whatever. Graffiti on graffiti. It's the wildest thing, man. No, it's like. I agree with you. Anyway, that that is so frustrating when you see that. They put it just beside if they want to. First of all, they could put it just beside. But secondly, like there's a wall right across from it that has nothing on it. They're going out of their way to deface somebody's art. Like it's just fucking lame. No, it has nothing to do with the protest. Look at this guy. I mean, I get angrier when I see someone has, like, spray-painted someone's property. Well, that's annoying, too. That that always bumps me out, because I'm like, you're killing it for, like... Yeah, that's annoying, too. I agree. But I have less a problem with that, believe it or not, than going over the art. Anyways, that's it. That's my week. That was your week, okay. That's all you get. Fighting for the arts. That's all you get. Okay, great, 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 great. That's awesome. Kamara, my week was a big, fat, whatever. Excited for the Super Bowl. Um, My luck hasn't turned. Yeah. That's okay, though. Yeah, things are turning. Things are turning. That's okay. That's life, you know? Sometimes uh, you're you're just not going to win them all. I spent a lot of time in the studio this week. I don't know if you noticed. It looks... Oh, sorry. Shout out to Matt, the... The studio looks amazing. We're not there yet, though. We're not there yet. I, my jaw dropped at how great it looks in here. No, no, but we're not there yet. We gotta, we're making a million dollars next year off this fucking thing. Come hell or high water. We won't be getting it from GoFundMe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, that was it. That's, uh, that's the show. 
Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week, weekend, and as usual. Keep your eyes open. No. I'm going to have a cigarette. Um, Kamar, do you want, are you actually? Oh, I thought we were no. ending this. Kamar, you want to go over the uh, guest for us this week? I would mind? love to. Uh, this week we had 1773 Akash Singh from Flagrant 2. Then we had 1774, our uh, favorite advocate, Josh Dubin, and boxing promoter. That's weird. Followed by 1775, everyone's favorite libertarian or not, Dave Smith. And then we ended with a very interesting climate debate. 1776, Stephen E. Coonan. If I was really a comedian, I would go outside and have that cigarette just to like you commit know, to the part. Really hammer it down. You wouldn't even rate the week. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do something <laughs> that I don't often do. I'm I'm gonna just rate the week on my feeling, and, and there's no math here. I give the week a one. Whoa. I just I don't know. I was not feeling. Especially once I once Dave Dave Smith in particular, um, who I normally enjoy, like I just that episode, I was like, I I I don't even know if I can do this anymore. We'll get to it. It's fine, obviously. And I'm gonna give it a two. Kamar, what do you got? Oh, I don't want to look crazy, so I'll give it. I'll give it two. And no, a half. give it what you. No, think. no, no. I, I I didn't really enjoy this week. I mean, I'll say this: like one of them, <clears throat> and here's the weird thing. One of them is getting a five. Josh Dubin, I'll just sort of bury the lead. Josh Dubin, for me, I know if he's going to be on quarterly, he's getting a, he has a standing five for me. So until, no, until further notice, like unless he comes on and does something egregious or touches a kid or something, Josh Dubin gets a five. That's you'd, it. You'd have to go back and re-rate in those instances? Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I, I forgot about Josh Dubin. I'm going to have to change my rating to a three for the week. Because, yeah, Josh Dubin, I mean, listen, if you have a problem with Joe Rogan and some of his stances on this or, or that or whatever, listen to these episodes and at least realize that, like, for any bad you think he's doing, he's balancing it out with some good. So shut the fuck up. That being said, let's get into the show. Come with on. respect. <coughs> 1773 Akash Singh. I'm very curious to see. Go, Kamara, I want you to go first. Indian from Texas. I mean, that's the floor, the floor is yours. You know Kamar can't hate this guy. It's impossible. Well, he has to hate Why? him, according uh, to Kamar's listen, logic. he's as legitimate as it gets. He did Here comedy for see? 15 years, and he just started headlining, and he's putting out his first thing. What's wrong with that? If he was six years in, I'd be like, I think you might be jumping the line, but he, they even talked about it. You, you have to develop, and I think he's definitely developed, and he benefits from having um, flagrant two, right? So he has an audience, he has a following. Like, if he was on his own, I don't know if he'd be where he is right now. That's Does my, that bother you? No. <laughs> I got to say, after the week Joe had, and for this to be the first guest, I was like, it's February, it's Black History Month. I was like, Joe just might lean into this hard. Like, I was like, by the end of the week, Joe might be in a dashiki talking to, like... I didn't even consider that. Just doing the podcast remote from Africa? Yeah. No, not that deep. But you know what I mean? Like, I was talking, like, either way, it didn't go that right, that route. Um, but this was this episode is what you thought it would be. Well, the one thing I'll say about him is because I listened to him a lot on, on Flagrant. Flagrant already. Is if you didn't know who he was, it might be interesting, like, who is this guy? But a lot of his, a lot of his things he says, he cites, you know, properly, but it's sort of like, Patrice says this, Patrice, or... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, along, they're just, like, almost talking points, which I think could come off interesting if you don't know anything about anything. But 
Milo Christmas would be it's just that's what he says on Flagrant as well. Oh, it's just the same takes from yeah. I mean, it, they are there, cut and copy. Like if that comes up, this is the position. Nothing changes. He did acknowledge this was the biggest opportunity of his life, which I thought was humble. You know, you you could think that, but he said it out loud. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, everyone knows if you make it on Joe Rogan, you know, that's probably you're probably going to push some more books, albums, appearances, whatever it is that you're selling. We're sure you're doing something. Yeah. He's put himself in the right place. Um, what is they were talking about like offensive movies? Do you know what I mean? What is what one of the most offensive movies that you thought you enjoyed that you may have to now go? Because it was also a poo. That was the main thing, right? I mean, that's the name of his album. I mean, offensive is a weird like. It's weird, right? You could say kids is offensive. Kids, the movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. But not because it was like uh, insensitive to some. Do you mean hard to watch, like offensive to your senses, or offensive like we can't watch that movie now because of the political climate? We can't watch that movie now. Okay, gotcha. So like a Porky's, let's say. <clears throat> what? Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. That didn't even come to my list. I mean, Kamar, you know what? Even as like, if I wanted to be a super snowflake about it, I could, I could look at a movie like Kids and be like, you know, as a skateboarder, that really didn't represent, you know, like. I skateboarded growing up. If my parents saw that movie when I was like 14, they would have been like, you're not going out with anyone ever again and doing anything ever. You know what I mean? Like, we were Kids? Yeah, no. dude, they beat, they beat the guy with the skateboard at, at Union Square. Uh, they're, they're passing AIDS around. Like, well, I know you and your friends are around putting hammers in people's heads, Simon, but that's neither here nor there. But I bet more, it's not glorifying something. Like, at the end of Kids, I felt like, fuck. I agree. Yeah, it's not glorifying it for sure, but it didn't make like a group of people look particularly. If if he hadn't have um, <clears throat> fucked her while she was asleep and that whole thing, that movie isn't as creepy. It's it's as still offensive it's to still the yeah exactly yeah. that really kind of pushes that movie over the top. Mm -hmm. And the fact that like they're supposed to be young, right? Like I think Telly's supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen or whatever in that movie. Well, how old do you think he was in that movie? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? What do you mean? I don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean? He's well, only I mean, 16. Yeah, they were young. They were yeah, kids. Yeah, that's the idea. They were that's kids. That's the name yeah. of the movie. God, I hate you so no, much. No, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. God, I hate you. I Maddie. hope your week was... <laughs> what? Please. That's what me. I'm saying, though, is, yes, it, it... Listen, sometimes you disconnect yourself because you're like, I know that this actor is 24, that all these actors are actually like 24 or whatever. And despite the movie being called Kids, they're clearly not kids. I mean, there's a couple of them that I guess are really young, but I think the the most of the people in that movie were pretty fucking young. Uh, no, I mean Cl Sauvignon, whatever was Chloe. Yeah, I think she was like 20. Harold Hunter was. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Anyways, we were talking about with stuff like that. You guys haven't seen Euphoria, have you? I have. Have you seen the latest episode? Uh, like it came out today. No, it came out last week. Yeah, I saw it. It's about her being in withdrawal and just being abusive. Yeah, it's hard. That's it a is, hard one it's to watch. So hard man. to watch. Yeah. Like it's and <clears throat> and her mom, like the sisters yeah. cry and the mom. It's it's and the friends are right there. And then it's she, just all. And fuck. then she fucks the friends over. Like just this. Yeah, the whole thing is hard. And to it's watch. it's so intense. You just imagine like some point in cut. Sorry. The camera wasn't rolling. Like, we got to start that all over again. And that's where you see what acting is. And, like, kids seem like a... Docu like, almost a it, documentary. It was happening in real time. 
I was not speaking about anything like I'm talking about like Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Have you seen that? Blazing Saddles with uh It's a Mel Brooks movie. What's his name there? Um Gene Wilder? No. Oh yeah, Gene Wilder's in it. Sorry, there. yes. Blazing Saddles. It's got the KKK I, in it. It's got uh, I was, guys beating women. It's got the N-word. Like it's. I was thinking of uh, the one with Bill Murray there. Where they... Caddyshack? Go, no, where they go back to the West, you know. Um, A Bill Murray where they go back to the not West. Not Bill Murray. Did I say Bill Murray? You said Bill Murray, yeah. I meant the guy who hosts the Oscars there. Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal. Oh, yes, that's a great movie. City Slickers. City, City Slickers, Slickers, yes. Thank rolling, you. rolling, Thank rolling. You. Keep those doggies rolling. Boy, my ass is swollen. Wow. Rawhide. Yeah. My favorite part of that movie is when he's like, they're just riding the horses. He goes, so let me get this straight. I can press record on the VCR <laughs> and watch something on the other channel. <laughs> like, just how, how far we've gone. That's like yeah. an ancient movie now. But yeah, all this came up, talk about a poo. Uh, Cash makes his case like he is the American dream, you know what I mean? And he, it was him sort of repeating his premise of a joke he does. But uh, Hank Azaria got caught up, and we all love Hank Azaria, right? Well, how can you not? If he, if he doesn't do a poo's voice, which doesn't offend us, obviously, but his body work is just, just the best. And do you guys both see Along Kipali? Yes, a long time ago. I mean, I probably did. I don't remember, but I'll take it. We'll the do way it he says hippopotamus. <laughs> and he's like, well, fuck his wife. You've seen it with Ben Stiller. Come on. I probably have. Jennifer again. Addison. Maybe. It's our first rom-com. Uh, Help I'll me do here. it. I don't care. Is that what we're doing? It's the J-R-E-E Help me here. Again. The time has come again. From that and Simon to Rags It brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they It's the movie game, where Matt and Simon go head-to-head to see what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and then how much it made at the box office. This week, we're doing Along Came Polly, because the cash brought it up as the role of the French swinging dick beach dweller who took away Ben Stiller's wife. She's so hot in this uh, Jennifer Aniston, old Atlanta. She's always hot. Along Came Polly. This was her prime. Produced by Danny DeVito. That's cool. Really? Starring Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he's the... uh, Deborah Messing, Hank Azaria, Brian Brown, and Alec Baldwin. I don't really remember the movie. I feel like I'm going to have to rewatch it. Along came... Is this of a boat? Are they on a boat? A points. Uh, On a beach vacation. I think think this is more of an obscure movie to do as a movie game as we usually do. No shit. Uh, big, big man. movies that are impactful. So we need a year. Yes, for a, long a year is what he's looking for. That's, that's hard. Correct. That's hard. Yeah. That's the hard. story follows Ruben Pfeffer, who finds his life taking a different turn when he reconnects and falls in love with his old classmate, Polly Chaos. Ensues when his former wife, Lisa, returns to reconcile with him. So it's, it's, the, it's that story of, you know, being down, going to discover new love, and the complications that follow. You have a year, Simon? I'm working on it. Okay. Just give me a sec. No, no, that's fine. Carry the one. Don't forget. Yeah, I know. Happy I know. Super Bowl. Uh, okay, I think I'm What ready. a game the Bengals had for that victory. I got it. I'm good. Okay, what year do you have? 2000. That's crazy because I said 01. 
January 16th, 2004. Oh, fuck. Wow. So well, let's not close. even bother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck this. The year affects the budget. So 2004. In general, right? 2004. The older the movie, the lower the budget is going to be, the newer the movie. That's where I disagree. This is like in between. A, unless it's CGI special effects. Well, I'm don't this is a Jennifer Aniston movie in like the early two thousands, so you gotta keep like you know, some people had a high price tag. I don't know. Ben Stiller too, he was really hot in two thousand. He was every he, he, he was ready. everything. A friend of mine Nope, not gonna say that on the air. Nice, nice, nice. For the post Joe. Nope, not gonna say it there either. Um, you, you're totally ready, Simon. I'm wow. totally ready. I have no numbers ready. Uh, okay, I'll just throw something out here. I'm going to throw something out here real quick. Did you ever, just speaking of Ben Stiller movies, you know what was a good one? Was um, the Walter Mitty. Is that what it was? Yeah. Walter Mitty? Yeah. yeah. Is he stuck in his house, like sort of can't get his shit together in that one? He's like, uh, he imagines different things. Uh, anyways, you should watch it. Yeah, I really liked it, him in Reality Bites. Like that is so long ago. So Janine long Garofalo, Janine Garofalo, and Dylan, and uh, Ethan Hawke. And Loved Dylan, Ethan Hawke. Right? Wasn't Dylan in it? Matt yeah, Dylan. the good Dylan brother. Yeah. Matt Dylan. Yeah. Who's the bad the good Dylan, Dylan brother? The one in Entourage. The stronger Gene Dylan. Oh shit! That's right. He's the other Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll go first because I uh, took the longest. Ca- don't care. Yeah. yeah. I said it cost thirty-seven million dollars to make. And it costs 105. It made 105. Yeah, sorry, and it made 105. I'm sorry, I balked at the 35 million. I said and 37. I, 37. I could not get a read off of Kamar. Well, don't worry. Just pick, do your. I said it cost seven million dollars to make. That's fine. You're probably closer. And Who it cares? made 114. <sighs> sorry, boys. Matt's really close. It cost wow. 42 million dollars to make. Okay, what? He said it aloud, and I was going to say something. Cast. Yeah. I, I did I literally prefaced it with forty two million cast and it was it was filmed shot on location somewhere else. Yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I'm just terrible at this. And apparently, the public liked it because at the box office, it made 178 million dollars. Wow, way off. What did you say? Box office one hundred five. Okay, we were right around each other for yeah. the box office. I mean. I know where you're, Simon. I don't I, remember the movie. I thought Jennifer I Aniston wasn't even that big at that point. Ben Stiller wasn't even that Friends ended. Big. Friends ended in like '99. What? No, it didn't. When did Friends end? I don't know, but it was way before. It was before uh, there were Apple iPhones. Just uh, before, before you know. there were Apple Orchards. Just before, before they were using the wheel. Just before there's smartphones and everything exploded. <laughs> so, like okay. we said, whatever, man. I'm out of. There's got to be a time where just entertainment was everything. Movie-wise, at Where least. what was? Entertainment was everything. More so than the distractions of TikTok and, blah, 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 and just doing stuff on your phone. Oh, Simon, this makes total sense. This movie came out in 2004, you said? 2004. Yeah, that was the final year of Friends. <laughs> so she was at her million dollars million an episode. Dollars. The movie cost $2 million to make. She cost $40 million. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. That's the movie <clears throat> game. Thanks for playing at home. All right, so back to the fucking... Thank you for the song. Back to real life. Yeah. Well, yeah, they just went on more about like John Wayne is Genghis Khan, and just yeah. just the ridiculousness that that, that we've we've gone through, and, and that we I, sort of have. It's gotten way better. I mean, or were different. there a lot of like Mongol actors back then? No, but I remember uh, on the Chappelle show, um, Paul Mooney had a great joke. He was like, "Hollywood, 
Hollywood is fucking crazy. <laughs> he goes, Brad Pitt as the Mexican. Uh, Tom, ha- Tom Cruise as the last samurai. He goes, I'll tell you what, Hollywood. I have a movie idea for you. It's called The Last N-Bomb Alive, starring Tom Hanks. See, and that's why you got to say the word sometimes, Simon, because it's not as cutting. The jerk? I wonder if the jerk is, uh, <laughs> is offensive now. Did you ever see that with, with Steve? Why, because uh, his family is black? Yes. No, he, he thinks he's black, isn't it? Yeah. That, it's just like... Kamar, nothing works anymore. I've heard people be like, The Office, they couldn't do The Office no, anymore. The Office. I've heard people say, like, Superbad couldn't be done today. I mean, th- if you think about it, though, Bradley Cooper did The Hangover less than 20 years ago, and he already addressed it on the Oscars. He said, I, I've done things I shouldn't have done. Well, he said, he was like... I was in The Hangover, and one of my most famous lines is paging Dr. Faggot. Um, and he says, he's like, that was literally like 10 years ago. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, some people. You don't have to be like, hey, I said that then, and I stand by it now. Like, you can take some. Well, that was the script, too. It's not like, it's different if you're writing your own material. He must improvise. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm he not saying. improvised it. Anybody should get canceled. I'm just, especially yeah, yeah. in that case, if anybody should get in trouble, it's the fucking writers. Or I think I mentioned this last week, though, because they, they, they spoke about, well, I don't know if he really mentioned it, but um, I saw some streamer who was like, you know, what do you want Joe Rogan to do? Like, I, I heard Charlemagne say it, too. He's like, the guy apologized for it. Like, are, are, we, just, are we just perpetually canceling people for... And he's like, it, it's not like this guy's still out there doing this. Like, he, he's apologized, and he's obviously moved on and tried to do better. So what, like, what more do you want from... Is that what we live in, though? Because there's people who said he shouldn't have apologized. So, I get, like, there's, there was, there's nothing you could do. And he, less of going away. Just saying, you know what? There's just too much controversy. I like doing it, but I don't... It's more important that people calm down than I keep doing this, which obviously I'm not going to do. I mean, listen, Kamar, I said I don't think he should have apologized, but it's not like I'm like never listening to him again because he did. I don't give a shit. He can do what he wants. He's a grown man. If he if he thought apologizing was the move, good on him. Who gives a fuck? Cash asked him about the uh, controversy. I brought it up, and he acknowledged. You have seen the reports that it was a political. Yeah. Well, Joe said it was a political move funded by the DNC. That has since come out. Sorry, repeat that for me, Kamar. The group that made the <laughs> um, damning clip. Of all the uh, N-words. Whoever went through that and put it all together was funded by the Democratic National Committee. So it, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. So what, what, it, what is their, their motive? You know what I mean? Like, and, and I would say as a conspiracy-minded person, is like we have something we have to do. He's just too disruptive to it. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's become a real problem. I agree with that totally. And then then you have the media who want to do what the government says on one hand. And on the other hand, it's in their best interest to shut this guy down. He's their competition. And you know they're trying to, like, grab any scraps they can of... No? Yeah. Yes. This morning, this morning... It comes up a couple times, but I've I've always shat on Brian Stelter. You don't even know what he looks like. Oh, right? fuck, I have it, no it doesn't idea. Matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, I do, because I watched that clip of him. Of him being made fun of. Of him by, uh, what's his name? Russell Brand. Yeah, thank you. I fucking names are terrible. <laughs> 
It's the vaccine, Simon. Yes. Well, yes, Matt. Like I said, I got fat. I know. You got fat. You can't see. You can't hear. You can't remember names. But um, um, this morning, I was watching him, hate watching or whatever, and he talked about how they have, they have fact checkers at CNN, and they spelled Ottawa O-T-T-O-W-A. I mean, okay, I get it. I get what you're trying to say. Fact checking and writing Ottawa wrong are two totally different things. They didn't fact check how you spell Ottawa. But it's like they're the the head of it just stepped down. The Cuomo thing. Yeah, yeah. The two a, producers. It's not looking good for them. It, yeah. They're, a, they're falling apart. It's a disaster. It's like, Joe Rogan's a problem. It's just, it's, it's too... Or he lacks self-awareness. With They bring up again in Dave Smith. Um, I would argue Russell Peters has been given lots of opportunities. And he's just, it's not translating. You know what I mean? Like, he's done a lot of shows here. Russell Peters Russell is Russell. super rich. What are you no, talking No, but they about? were talking about how the industry has overlooked him. Or he's, like, you know what I mean? Like, certain guys get. Uh -huh. But the, there's been a lot of Russell Peters shows. At the same level as, say, um... What's the show that I don't get why everyone likes just won all the awards? Yeah. Shit's Creek. Yeah. He's done he's done like five shows just like Shit's Creek and they just don't He has what are they? Uh, he did one where he's a cop. He did another like uh, he's just saying you would never know them. Because like I've seen a lot. Well, I, I I just don't even know they existed. I've seen a lot of like Russell Brand, like Christmas specials and Russell things. Brand like or Russell Peters. Russell Peters Christmas specials and you know comedy yeah. Yeah. showcases. He gets a lot of those in Canada. I didn't know he had any sitcoms. No, he's had some failed sitcoms or, or unsuccessful sitcoms. Like mainstream. No, he's saying they do like half a season, then they get canceled because yeah. they're not great. So it just it hasn't And you would never hear him. or know about it. It would never make it to a streaming service because I don't think they put things on streaming services that don't make at least a season, right? Why would they? Um, yeah, I don't know. They wouldn't. Well, I just, you imagine if you, Simon, were like, hey, there was this show on fucking Disney that has three episodes and I kind of liked it, but I can't find any more of it. And then you find out that like, oh yeah, it was on for three episodes. You'd be pretty pissed. I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah. Well, I watched, uh, what was it? I feel like it was like the Black Donnellys or something. Yeah, that's a great example. And after season one, it ends on this huge cliffhanger. It's not like a great show or anything, but you really want to know what happens. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, well, they don't even have it. Well, I'll go find it somewhere. Oh, it doesn't exist. Yeah, that was just it. It's like I just watched um, this show on Disney because they got all those new shows, right? Um, we were talking about them last week. Yeah. There's this one comedy called... Uh, Fuck. What's wrong, Kamar? I was just stretching. Like, I love you. I, I, don't, I don't even remember. Forget it. It doesn't matter. Fuck. Nice story, bro. Um. <laughs> anyway, suffice it to say, whatever this show is, it ends on like a cliffhanger yeah. after season three or whatever. And never comes back. I don't know if it's out there. I don't know what. That, know. that should almost be like, uh, you know, <laughs> I always love when they say violence, nudity, smoking. Like, if you yeah. don't want to see this, don't watch this. But I'll say, this does just end. Yeah. Yeah. Poor cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, canceled. But maybe it's um, <laughs> coming out with a season four, in which case they've done a real good job. Yeah, because they hooked you. Wanted me yeah. to watch. It just, I, I, I like I said, I um, asked someone to watch something, and they were like, well, how many seasons? Because I don't want to get hooked on too many seasons or, or what? Oh, know, or, I'm like, if it's one season, I'm hardly even interested. You know, you know what just dawned I on agree. me is Fargo 
is like the only show I can think of off the jump. I guess probably American Horror Story, although I don't that watch changes it. changes all the cast? Well, I wasn't going to say changes all the cast because there's a few that do that, I guess. But I guess all of them have no like season-ending cliffhanger. No season-ending cliffhanger. Well, yeah, because it's different. Because it wraps up year. the yeah. story, right? Yeah, so there's yeah, no yeah. reason for a American Horror Story is like that every... Yeah, so I imagine it is too, yeah. Every season It's is very interesting because I was thinking to myself, can you make a, a show without some big hook at the end to get people back. Like, you know, like Ozark, the end of season three, I won't say it out loud in case someone hasn't watched, but great, you know, perfect cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Anyway, sorry, I talked too much. They talked a lot about the craft of comedy. Um, and you don't notice, or maybe you do, but act outs, how important they are. Like your brain doesn't go, wow, that guy's really moving around a lot. It, it, it melds in and it's just a better form of communication. It's all part of the whole experience. Yeah, I, I think so. But I've, if you watch sometimes someone, no sound, it looks sort of silly. Like they're really some, but if some you, guys. If you have something good to say or if you're really fucking funny, it doesn't matter what you do on stage. Like that trumps everything. It helps and it emphasizes points the jumping around and fucking stools and whatever. But if you have something good to say, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, uh, George Carlin, I can't say he acted out, or um, a lot of guys just do stand-up. But just like they sing weeks ago, you know, prop comedy. There's no way to do it, but yeah. I like, I like act-outs and have to be conscious to think about what I'm saying and like what I could do to emphasize that, you know what I mean? And I don't do enough, like, creating visuals that help. It's very basic. Anyways, um, I thought he, he uh, Joe was talking. He said, you know, Joe, you got rich too fast. You, you, like, you, your perception has, has changed, but not, not as fast as your position has changed. He said that to Joe? I thought he said that. Do you, know how, many, do you know how many fucking actors get their first, like, two gigs? None unheard of and joe did oh his well no if joe rogan came on the joe rogan to my to, he would have failed miserably the test right according to your according rules, my yeah. my rules. oh yeah you would have been like this guy's a fucking fraud just had him out of here. meanwhile yeah. 30 years in the business yeah. like yeah so yeah it's a, it's a wild world we live in <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was gonna say my rules don't make any sense my, my rules <laughs> i think we all agree on that uh, music interlude. Someone's got to talk to someone. Music interlude. Someone's got to talk to someone. He put on a song because a cash again. And I think you think like, there's no way this guy loves country music, but he put on like his favorite country song because he, he is from Texas. Like it's like you just can't put anyone. Oh, he box. kept uh, saying Joe was not from Texas. He yeah. lived in Austin. Oh, Austin. Well, Austin. He yeah. was living yeah. Austin. Yeah. yeah, but he's a Texan. He he is a Texan. Which I, I just thought was a good side and his. You know, obviously on the show he's loving rap and stuff, but there's some country songs that you just can't help. I was thinking about this. So if like a, a black artist does a country song, mm -hmm. is that like some sort of appropriation? White When white people make rap, is it appropriation? I don't know. Is it? No, well, I think plenty we, of white rappers. our last music uh, discussion, we sort of talking about how if uh, the Rolling Stones are taking blues music, it, that the same rules apply. It's 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 art just works that way. Mm -hmm. Obviously, white rappers were inevitable. 
Because lots of artists end up doing country albums at some point. But isn't country also a spinoff of blues? Ooh, no. No, I don't think country so. Country might have been the music Country's of the trying to get rid of the blues back in the day. I was going to say, like, totally ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I don't know, though. You it's don't, the weirdest you genre. Can't, I don't know. Of successful genres. Because you do, like, if you don't like country music, Johnny Cash is country music. You, well, know, he, what, you know what I mean? Here's the, undeniable. Here's the question. We know what country music is now. Yeah. It's people singing about how it was when the cowboys were around. Yeah. What did the cowboys listen to? They, they Probably sh- like British They music, strummed their guitars. Right? They strummed guitars and played harmonicas, man. Home, home on the range. Y- 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 I understand yeah. what you're saying, yes. I just don't want to say, you know what I yeah, mean. I'm I know. looking at yeah. you to... And I do, um, but I just, I don't have an answer for you. It's very interesting. Um, he played some guy who had a crazy voice, who was actually not that old. I know, and it turned out he was 21. I was like, this feels like a fraud. Who, what, where, when? The song that Joe played for Akash. Yeah. Did I get his name his, right? Yes. I, the type of country music I like or something like, play this. Yeah. And then Joe played a much darker song. And the gentleman's voice was like very, very deep and dark. And like the lyrics were. But then you find out he's 21. I don't know. Well, how does Billy, Billy Eilish know all this stuff to, that she could put an experience for her songs? Um, do you know? Well, other people write her songs. Do you know um, House of the Rising Sun? Yeah, of course. Do you know how old the singer who sang that was? Who wrote it or who sang it? This, the one we all know there is. Uh, was, oh, I can't do that. No music instruments. I would have thought like 26. 18. And when you first hear that song, you think it's like mm-hmm. some old grizzled person telling you not to go to the House of the Rising Sun. But it's a cover, so... He just had the the the, the we had a, we had a good friend recipes who had a, just a crazy voice like that. You know what I mean? Oh, stop saying that, Kamar. You know what I mean? Then they talked about pedophiles, of course, and hoes. And uh, you don't follow me on um, Instagram. I know you exist, but I put a story of a clip from No Jumper because you know his girlfriend. She does a show where they just interview. Uh, Porn stars. Yeah. And this one girl's like, yeah, I was dating this guy. And one day his friend just said, uh, let's go to Taco Bell and uh, dump that guy. And we're all going to run a train on you. And I was like, okay. Like just hoes. They're just about hoes. And like it was, was it from birth control or whatever? Like the, I'm sure girls are just always into sex too. But these one-off stories like hoes are going to hose, And we're just the, the double standard still exists there. Well, and I imagine, too, that, like, you know, as history progressed and they, like, started making women more, uh, you had to wear more clothes and the chastity belts and, you know, you want to, if somebody put a fucking lock around your dick, you'd want to fuck real bad, you know? I mean, there isn't a lock around my dick and I want to fuck real bad, so... But do you, do, you, do you remember thinking less of girls if you found out they were with a bunch of guys? No. Well, I mean, the whole letting you never them run a, a train on you is a little excessive. A train is different, know. yeah. Like, it is, it is. Yeah. But and it, it is if they put a knife to your throat and, you know, it's a, it's a crime. But if she's like totally like, you know what? I'm going to hurt this guy's feelings. And I don't care because that sounds fun. That exists too, right? Both sides. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it does exist. 
I mean, again, Kamara, it's like it, it's that it's that classic like everyone loves a strip club, but no one wants their daughter to grow up and be a stripper. So, you know what I mean? You, it's a kind of a paradox. It's quite the conundrum. You and I think there's a difference between like a girl being um, promiscuous or open, and again having like ten guys run a train on you. Yes, yes, of, of course, it's a spectrum. <laughs> and he would know the least about it because he found out he was a 31 year old version yeah that was doesn't drink doesn't smoke never has been high once like uh, I envied him for what for what I don't have to show for say what I did you know um, all the sex I've had up to this point versus like if that helped him focus and how much he appreciated his wedding night or whenever. You if know you I mean? didn't drink or do drugs, I guess just drink. Do you think you could be like as successful as this guy? If you had just took all that fucking, you know what I mean? Definitely. So it is, I mean, like if you didn't smoke weed, you know, yeah. Would you be a rocket scientist? Mm, would yeah. you have just focused no, on he said yeah there into he said yeah. his answer was yeah no yeah. I, was, I was never good in school whatsoever and we definitely didn't help my adherence to school or anything yes i i agree 100 i'm a fucker no I, i'm asking i'm dude that is, that's not what i was insinuating i'm saying like is that what made this guy able to succeed and is his relationship and his relationship with um andrew shows and i'm not saying he's a dick writer but that's it's another factor. And Andrew Schultz is a guy who seems like he's just fucking like down for a good time all the time. You he, would, they would drink around each other. How did these guys end up being buds? What, what, whatever makes him friends is more than whether I drink or you don't drink. Yeah, he said they just ended up in the same like dingy little cellar trying to create a comedy scene in New York. Oh, I guess it's the comedy, right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And you never know who you're making friends with and. It worked out for him. And he talked, they talked a lot about like the going against the woke and like the same old thing we've heard. He clearly wants to um, have children but do steroids. Like he, he wants to get jacked up. Well, once he realized that you can't have the kid, well, that, on the yeah, that pumped you got to yeah, pump the brakes right Definitely away. pump the brakes hard there. I see. It felt like he really wanted a co sign from Joe on the, on steroids? the steroids. Yeah. Like for, he was like, forget kids, just do it. Like no, was, no, no, no. Or I, I, he, <laughs> just he, to he do the stuff there. Yeah, like Joe, you got a guy for me, right? Like you can send me to a guy who can hook me. You know, Joe would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. they just assume all the comedians that Joe just has like a closet full of, you know, steroid yeah. models. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how it works. They brought up inflammation again, which I think is the the biggest threat to humanity. We tackle <laughs> inflammation, everything else works out. Uh, we tackle inflammation. Everything else works out. He no, I think Kamar's right. I I agree, Kamar. I think inflammation is like in one way or another. If it's brain inflammation that's changing people's ideas, or you know, uh, emotional inflammation that's messing with the way people feel, yeah. physical inflammation that's yeah. making you sore, and it's 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 the root. It's yeah. the root of all evil. It's all just fake news and junk science. You I've can't been, have I've much been, more. I've been waiting to say that. 
Yeah, you, I know you junk fake news science. and junk science yeah. has been your big thing this That's week. That's like the whole fucking twentieth century. Fake news and junk science. Junk science. I, I think the only thing that uh, Joe did impress on him is he wanted him to start writing. Writing what? Which I think at the end of the day, writing your comedy out. You know, he's like, nah, I'm sorry, I write on stage, I get a premise yeah, and, yeah. and flush it out. And um, that's, I'm sure, my missing link. He's not adhering to what he, that practice, which I've said uh, a million times, just like we've said, work out, get, make your life better. Like, if you're a that's su- on me. If you're a successful comedian, you do whatever the fuck you want, right? What do you mean? You wouldn't listen. If Joe said, you got to write, you'd be like, well, I did it my way and it worked, you know? What, what I wonder, Simon? though, if what Joe is saying is, like, good advice for uh, up-and-comer. I, well, I would say definitely doing it would not make you worse. Mm-hmm. It, it could only make it better. And it's it, 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 he was saying based on, which they sort of tell like commenters, like, we just sat down and studied tape. It was like, what makes it funny? And find that's one way to do it or just do it and find out. It obviously worked for them. But he said, if you're going to put that much into this, you should consider writing as well. I couldn't imagine writing a joke. It's impossible. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, what's interesting is like for uh, Fallon or all those talk shows, Jay Letterman, there's six guys who just write 100 jokes every day. Yeah, I know. They, they don't have the time to like go, is this funny? Or do they get it? It's like boom, 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 boom. And, you know, 10 of them are probably... Great jokes that you thought must have been uh, very hard to write. I just assume that every premise I would come up with has got to already have been come up with. Yeah. Like, how many new ideas could I have? It's funny. Cause I mean, I have a lot probably, no. but they all involve aliens and shit. No, so they're how looking, funny would that be? They're looking at four newspapers or yeah. ten websites. They're not just... I guess if I was a comedian, I would, you know, figure <clears throat> it out, I suppose. Puns. Puns, puns oh, come into I mean, play. I love puns. We were talking last night that if you don't have a good pun in your name, fast As a food wise, you you're automatically. Oh, like Fotown yeah. is killing it, right? That's not a good pun. Why is, is that a pun? Fotown. Not Fotown, but all the all the good faux restaurants up the street from us are all puns. Really, Fobologa? Okay, Fobologa maybe they're, maybe too. They, maybe they're not. I thought some of them were. What was the one here? There was one full one There was one full one, yeah. I don't remember what it was, though. Well, yeah. Anyways, you you're, don't, you're probably You right. don't faux jack? No, that wasn't it. <laughs> you don't faux jack. Oh, like you don't know jack? Yeah. Man. No, I don't know. I don't know. It was yeah. Yeah, that could have been it. No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. Oh, I don't know. Faux LA. LA faux. Those aren't puns. I don't know what you a think pun it's is. Fobogola. It's Fobogola. It's not it? LA. It's not like a Fobogo NYC. It's La. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah, that is even worse. I think it's Fobogola. Yeah. All this time I of thought course, it was LA. Of and I was course like, it is. Oh, West Coast. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's Fobogola. Yeah. I can never look at that. It's Fobogola too. Yeah. It's actually Fa. Fobogola. Anyways, none of those are puns. Then uh, it does not apply. A, he, he talked about now the challenge for him because he's put out his special is uh, the new hour. And do you, I don't know if you noticed, but have you ever seen someone's new hour is like mostly about their lifestyle change due to this. You know what I yeah, mean? Now like that I'm successful. More yeah. airplane stories, more like doing this stories because it, it is that hard. Whereas whatever your first thing is, is just. Yeah, but that's like in music, you know, the, 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 the first soft, album, the sophomore, sophomore album. album. Yeah. 
because you have a whole lifetime to pull from. And then, but I always found that weird because it's like you can still pull from those things and then write more music, right? Like it doesn't necessarily mean that you poured your entire all your experiences into like that one album and then you just unless your whole thing was being broke that's true yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and, and it, like jay-z has never run out of but i don't even know half the stuff he's talking about it just sounds cool no but rap is a perfect example Kamar, because there's a lot of people that used to rap about like living in the hood and the ghetto and then they got out of the ghetto and got tons of money and then all of a sudden it was just like shitty watered down like water money, beds hose what yeah exactly hot tubs <laughs> yeah I mean, at that point, though, you could just rap about your past instead of rapping about your present. That's what I said, but most of them don't. They chose not to. And But it also, there was something like, I don't know, maybe it just Tupac came Tupac was able to do it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm not a... I thought Pac was full of shit. He personally. didn't really get far enough to, to jump the shark. True. Mind you, he could have because he did like poetic justice and shit, but Tupac was just so cool that there was that's, that's no jumping like the he, shark. He was able to seem as keeping it real you, you know what i mean whether it was all a facade which half of them are but that's, that's what, what i was gonna think say. about it like he did juice sorry matt go ahead no you go ahead well no I, I was just gonna say i i believe that tupac above all was an actor i believe he was just playing a part like he went to fucking ballet school in philadelphia like when he was young I, he was a juilliard type of kid he who, wasn't a guy in a in a broken household in a improvised neighborhood who who dealt crack did things he regrets and uh, used rap music to get out of that sounds like you're saying he was like a cia uh plant <laughs> oh here we go well th that's kind of what just came out of your mouth man is it it sounds well, like you're putting words in my mouth kamar I, I love it. I love it. Like, but, but, and dead men tell no lies. So I love it. That's what Kamar says. Winds of change. You can winds of change my balls. Well, I don't want to do that, but winds of change. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Go on. Uh, no, no, we got to move on. We're already an hour in and we have three more guests. Well, this is going to be a the, five the, hour Just podcast. the last point was that they uh, talked at the end about Alex Jones. And I don't know if, I don't know if it's even up anymore. Yeah. But, but the, uh, you can watch it. And he was, he, 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 it took him the whole episode to figure out Alex Jones is all right. He was so, like, not sure what was going on. I mean, Andrew knows him, I guess, better. It was, it, was, it was a great one. And he said, I don't agree with a lot of things he says, but I like him still, which is what we've got to learn to do. We, the three of us, or everyone? Everybody. Rate it. Uh, I guess I give it, uh, I don't know. I have no problem with this guy. I, I, I don't know. I give it a two. Two and a half. Yeah, I give it two. It just was the same old, um. <laughs> seems like the gear's moving. You know what I mean? Just this, keep the, keep, keep the wheel moving. I, I, like I said, I thought you dressed like, Joe, you're a lot richer than you think. Like life is different for some of us and stuff. Enough. It felt like he was very aware of where he was. hundred uh, percent. Well, of course. I mean, he's. And I'm not saying like he was acting fake. I just too polished. It yeah, it just didn't feel as authentic. Maybe. But if you know all the factors involved, you know why that is. It all. I also felt sure, bad for yeah. him and that he came on like right after the controversy. You know what I mean? It's tough. Oh, to, he looks like a token uh, minority. No, 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 I don't care about that. I, don't, I I didn't even think of that. Although I did off the jump say I thought Joe was going to be in a dashiki this week. Um, no, I, I was more just like you have to cover that elephant in the room for thirty minutes and then you have to 
be like, no, you know, you kind of have to suck Joe's dick for the first 20 minutes of the show being like, no, no, you're great. And you're allowed to say, I don't well, know. Well, that's why it's great if we got on because of three of us, because I can suck his dick and you guys can still talk to him. We no, we, we know that, or you, first of all, be giving Jamie a handy. There's like three reasons we know we won't be on. A, Joe hates three-person podcasts. So yeah. four is just like, you'll never do it again. Well, just you two could go on. I don't mind not going. Oh, power that's, move, power move. That's easy. You're just such a piece Easily of shit. Power move. Simon doesn't want to succeed. Simon just quietly wants to live out in the fucking woods. <laughs> just quietly wants to live out in the woods. Yeah. Just who? What's your definition of happy? Sitting here with you guys. Oh, there you go. Great answer, Kamar. Yeah, that was a good answer. He didn't even have to think about it. Yeah, he just fucking fired that one off yeah. the hip. It was loaded and in the chamber. I'm going to be a people pleaser moving forward. Oh, oh are you? Uh, hey, man. No, I'm telling you. I, I didn't even check my Facebook. He probably blocked me. I, know. <laughs> I got what I wanted. And, like, it's, I can't pile on or, or do, like, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, stop saying that. Come on. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Nah, me. <laughs> what did someone say? What was someone's recommend to the, uh, not saying? That was, that's what I was saying. Oh, fuck. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Speaking of injustice, 7074, Josh Dubin. It's not, enjoy it's got to be heard, but it's like, it's just rough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this is why I gave the week a zero, because it was just, in general, the week was very... You gave the week a zero? Or a one. I give it the lowest. You can't give it the week a zero. That's not a number on the Jamie scale. It's one to five Jamie Vernons. Because he's got to be a good, one of the best guys, Josh Dubin. For sure. But he's a fight promoter. Yeah. And we know fight promoters aren't good people. So he, he's an exception to the rule there. Well, I think he got into the fight promoting so he could, like, get people good deals. He he to saw... Fighters who were getting taken advantage of and shit. That's yeah. how I understood it. I could be wrong. Because that's why I think about, you know, about um, well, Joe always talks about actual working comedians. Yeah. How many actual working fighters are there? Like boxing in particular? What? I think there are lots. 50? What? Okay. Their, their fight has to be on TV. Like someone has to care about them. Well, I think there are lots. I just don't think that all of them make a ton of money. A thousand? I don't know. But what are we talking here? Like, Kamar, if, if you make all of your money off of boxing, <laughs> I think that puts you in this category, doesn't it? Like, if your entire income is made from boxing, are you, are you not a professional boxer? I, I guess, yeah, I guess so. But how many of those people, are their entire income comes from boxing? I'm sure half of them have side jobs or other ways to try to generate income. I bet most of it's around a gym. They like work training the people, yeah, working at the gym, that sort of thing. Well, you like, would think the same thing about the CFL, but then, you know, you would hear like, oh, this guy's also a mailman. He's the quarterback of the fucking Saskatchewan Rough Riders. There was I a think time. those stories have come and gone, though. I'm not sure that's how it is anymore. Maybe no, I, that's not fake news. That's, that's real. Listen, I think there's a few guys that are like firefighters. But again, that keeps you fit in the off season, so you can still. Well, it's like it's not uh, like there's a guy teaching science who's playing quarterback for the fucking Rough Riders. What's his name? The MMA guy there who was the uh, fireman. Bay. Yeah, Steve Bay. still is a fireman working. Gonna fight John Jones, I hear. That'd be a great fight because there's like sixteen hundred professional NFL football players at any given time. Yeah, like that. That's quantifiable. Yeah, all those sports are in that sort of range. 
Mm-hmm. Well, there are only NBA so many slots. That's a different Less story, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, yeah, the old, the old, you know, there's 32 f- professional football coaching jobs in the, well, I guess. But then again, you can use college, right? Like those college guys are making way more money. College and high school in the States yeah. and like peewee or what do they call it? Pop, pop league. Pop Warner. Pop Warner. Thank you. Well, no, there's, uh, there's lots of football players in that case. He started off talking about how, I mean, he broke down, sort of uh, got choked up. But whatever people say about you, Joe, he came back. Like, since I was last on, there were these two cases. And I, I don't think you can say they got off without this platform and stuff. And this is one of those times where Joe said he was going to do something and fucking did it. Yeah, you know? follow through big time. So good for Joe, man. Yeah. And uh, he said he was going to have him on yeah. once a quarter and he has him on once a quarter and yeah. he's obviously involved in some way, which is way more than any of us shit bags. Not a big chance this will get a headline, though. No, never. Which is always unfortunate. We've said in the past with Josh Doom. Before you move on, you know what fucks me up is like we just we always glaze over um, the fact that like like he said, he got two people exonerated right committed kim kardashian would be all over cnn if this happened yeah of course but even then i'm just saying it's like we always forget that those people probably served a great deal of time in prison and as happy as the story is it's it's still not wrongfully yeah it's still not a happy story right no it's it's like as as good as the outcome like when josh dubin is like this is a good outcome as good as that is it's a terrible it's terrible just like war, yeah. Like a war may be won, but sure, you might get a to be you might get terrible. a purple heart, but for you to get that purple heart, you had to go through some fucking. You had to see people die. You had to like, yeah. And then the, the, what is the better part about it is finding out these people after they get out go on to saying you know I whatever that demonstration of spirit. You know what I mean? The, the, like if they do anything bad after, you're like, well, what? What do you expect this guy like? You're just gonna hold it together. I can't blame them, but they're, they're they they show us the best yeah. of humanity by moving on from it. But some don't. Some, you know. Yeah. Well, and yeah, the, the, this is just a depressing podcast. That was my issue with it. Um, he was talking about that guy, and they gave uh, his wife a water bottle. But at one point, he said the guy was an Iron Man. Wore a disguise to the Iron Man, like oh, so such a weird who, flex. Who the hell is going to recognize you, the Iron Man? I just yeah. don't think that's even on TV. I just thought it was such a weird thing to say. Yeah, imagine you're mid Iron Man and you're like, I think this is Tom Cruise. I'm just going to stay with Tom Cruise. Like it's a who's that? That's just a little too humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they they were talking about how the the two party system can't work, and obviously here we're like the three party system doesn't. Ain't much better. It's not much better. Like, obviously, the justice system is just so broken. So I would, I would reply that if you say why isn't this getting more, like, no one wants to look at it that. Wow, this is so broken. You know what I mean? Just sort of, it's an unsaid thing. But the, the problem with the states is no one wants to break off for that third party because they know that that person will lean one way or the other, and whichever way they lean will just steal votes from. You know what I mean? Like, let's say tomorrow Bernie decided to run independent. He would, he would just take so many votes from whatever the Democratic. Well, that's why Trudeau won this last election. 
Yeah. Because Max and Bernier took a million yeah. votes from the conservatives. Yeah. It's, it, and and who, no matter who's in power, are we really headed to a better thing? Like, we're just, it's, it's, it's hopeless. I mean, we did get weed legalized. The government's role is just to, to is supposed to, yes, yes, this is good, but the government's role is to, like, um, do what's best for the people, but they're too busy working for the lobbyists. Yeah, but it's again, just, we got weed legalized. So it's just, I'm just, it's one example of if we the people really push hard enough for long enough, eventually against all the lobbying. Because again, think of how much lobbying there was against weed, you know? It's by the, the, by the alcohol companies, whatever, the police, yeah. the jails. It was, yeah, it's fucking. But so they had like the, I don't, I don't know. I do. I don't feel like that was like a war we won. I feel like just all of a sudden that just happened. It was inevitable. Am I stupid? Yeah, it wasn't fought for. But you're feeling that way because you didn't do any of the actual fighting. Yeah, Neither right. did I, right? Yeah. Because when something, Mark Emery really was the... Mark Emery was the big one for sure. But I mean, there was a lot of people. And yeah, I think we just, because, because something just happens, you assume that it, you know, oh, it's just whatever, the wheels of... I just think it was a political thing. I think they... Somebody crunched the numbers and said, look, it's, in order for to get this guy elected, for them to accept uh, the son of a, you know, former politician, he has no track record, he has to legalize weed. It doesn't matter. We still got weed legalized, which is a better for our society. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that was my point. Okay, well, that's a good point. No knock raids. One of the reasons they're saying like um, they have no knock raids because they don't want them destroying the drugs. Yeah, like flushing it down the toilet. But at least you get rid of the drugs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so how, insane. How much, um, how much drugs do they save to confiscate to maybe give to someone else to do a, a deal to trap someone? Like, it just doesn't. I don't. I, don't, I think once in a blue moon that happens. And it feels like there. the only people that would be aiding would be like people who didn't have a lot of drugs in the first place. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is it's like, are your, is your argument that you're raiding someone who has like an ounce of heroin or an ounce of Coke? Because anything that could fit down a toilet. This is what I'm saying. If I have the amount of heroin that you should be raiding me for, I don't have time to be. It should be like uh, when you go on the plane and your bag has to fit in the overhead compartment to be yeah. able to bring it on. It's like if it can fit down the toilet, then you get off scot-free. But if it gets stuck in the toilet, then we charge you. Well, Kamar, I've had people hit me up that are cops, and they're like, the no-knock raid is more for the safety of, I'm going through the door, I don't want to get shot. They don't want to be able if to I like, knock arm first, themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah but no, that, that was the other. Yeah. A purpose behind, justification behind it. I don't think the real question is, here. why are we putting anyone's life at risk over drugs? Because clearly we know that cops raid the wrong house often enough that innocent people die. Um, you live in a country where you are legally allowed to have a firearm. And what are you supposed to do when five people come in, kick your door in at 5 a.m. and you have a legal firearm? Like, yeah, well, he told the story of the guy who shot back. They shot, uh, and he got charged with shooting them. But they shot. It was one of them shot the. Like. Yeah. Well, and if you're, if you let's just play this out. If you're like a guy and you're have twelve kilos of fucking um, heroin in your house. Yeah. And in the middle of the night, all of a sudden people are busting in. 
that could be cops. That could be somebody com- coming to rob you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my point. What is your point? Is that of you don't know that it's the cops. It could just as easily be somebody coming to rob you. Listen, if you have twelve, if you have the kind of so heroin, protect if you drugs. have the kind of heroin you're talking about, there's no one that you want coming into the house. Period. There's no friendly. Someone's coming in, right? You're afraid of everyone coming in, so you're going to shoot first, ask questions later, regardless, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you're kind of you're kind of strengthening the no knock raid um, mentality. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's which is all right. No, no, no. I I mean, I just think that if you're, of course, you're going to protect your drugs. It's just such an examination of our laws and how we enforce them, which is, I I hate to harp on it, but about to come to like the ultimate fruition at some point in the next week or two. It's just crazy to me. Like, think about, think about the, the, the logic behind, well, we have to, because Kamar made a good point. You're getting the, if, if you can manage to flush whatever, if you have, 12 pounds of heroin. It's off the streets. And you may, okay, it's off the streets. So maybe we don't put the person behind bars, but we've gotten 12. Like, you can just put a SWAT team outside, make a phone call, or on a blowhorn, be like, we're outside. And then if it's innocent people, they can just come out. Sure, it's a super bothersome. Like, I would fucking hate to be woken up middle of the night by the cops. 100% let them know, like, Shine the light. That's what I'm saying. You're caught. We're coming in, so it's safer for everyone too. Yeah. Like the yeah, it's got to be safer for the cops that way. There's no way that the cops want to be no knock raiding places. Your odds of getting shot are so fucking high. You well, live in the, a country. Is... <laughs> you live in a country where, like, forget drug. Forget the drug dealer, Simon. Your average American citizen most likely has a gun, and if you kick in their door at 4 a.m. I'm, dude, if you wake me up for anything, I'm angry. I don't even have a gun. Yeah, no-knock raids seem fucking loopy. Then they talked about the exact same thing as where things sometimes go wrong as with police traffic stops. And do you think those are necessary? Well, again, my dad was a cop, and he backs up with... They catch the majority of criminals through... Just being mundane traffic street, stops. Yeah. Well, for sure, I understand the ride program. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the other thing is just for the uh, broken tail light, what if it is a mass murder? Which I think is very rare, but Joe used that example. Like, but it's also creating more situations for things to go wrong. I mean, I'll agree with that 100%. If you think about, think about it like this. So a cop, you got a piss? Go ahead, yeah. Like if a cop goes up to like a car that it's pulled over for a headlight that's out, are you okay? This, this guy's fucking all over the place. He's really got to piss. Kamar's like doing the piss dance on his yeah, way I think out. He might pee himself. Yeah, he looks. He looks legitimately. Get those boots on, man. He looks legit like he's gonna piss himself. Oh, just here. To go on on your bare feet. Yeah. Oh, Kamar's crazy. Oh wow, he's really. Wow. Wow, he is gonna piss. Yeah, just dick on his hand. Before and he's wearing he sweatpants, so he's gonna come in with a big like grayer spot. It'd be funny if he fell in the piss pile. <laughs> he just fell forward into his own piss pile yeah yeah um, we all piss out there so yeah. it's quite the pile there is no bathroom at the studio it's quite a piss pile we have out there probably edit that out i don't think you guys need to know about the piss pile what was i saying mm. cop pulls you over oh yeah if a cop pulls you over um and you are a mass murderer like kamar said that's such a it 
That just doesn't seem like it happens often enough. But yet every cop goes up to every car like there's potentially a mass murder. Like yeah, I mean, you just got to take no chances, I guess. Listen, I agree with that mentality. But at the same time, like you are there to serve and protect the public. You're not really, you're not really serving and protecting anyone if you pull me over for my headlight being out but you treat me as though I've raped a child. You know what I mean? Like you can't come up to the window. Like I've done the worst of the worst crime when my taillight is out. That's all I'm saying. You can't, mm-hmm. that, that's not how society should work or flow. It, it should be. So are you, sorry, I just trying to get a handle here. Are you advocating that there should be no cops on traffic stops? Is that, you think it should be what? No, I didn't have a point. I didn't have a side one way or the other. I said, I understand both sides of it. Like you do create more problems than you probably solve. Right. Who, what was the alternative though? Just, I'm again, not being facetious. What is the alternative to not having the cops on the traffic stops? The first time I ever heard of this, not having cops, on the traffic stops was this episode right now. I didn't look into it at all. I don't know. You're contending there could be traffic stops, but just cops aren't involved. Isn't that what they were talking about? No, no. It, it's, it's saying that is creating more trouble than it is. But like Joe said, it's a quota thing. Like it generates revenue, speeders. Like it's not, it, they're not just doing tra- traffic stops um, to make sure everyone's safe. Do you know what I mean? There, there's yeah, but yes and no. Like I, I, listen, I, I, I mean, if you didn't, there are people out there who drive crazy this you want those people to have to remain within some boundary of a semblance of you know safety for everybody and how about this i was gonna say the law but nobody likes that anymore like you none of us i don't think have ever been pulled over because uh we're black or something do you know what i mean that's another thing you're right come on i've never been pulled over because i'm black He's talking about in these situations, like yeah. a, lot, a lot. It may be systemic racism in certain areas where it's just like more black guys are getting bad things, so we pull them over, so that sort of is eradicated. I, I, I don't think it was an, an alternative. It was like, is more things coming bad from traffic stops and they're solving, which is the exact same thing as saying like, um, if there were no wars, would the world be a better place? Or if there was no lockdowns, would we be better off with COVID? Or like, if we don't do anything to save the climate. Would it be better off? Or you, it just uh, it, it is a lot. I think it makes more sense than not. I mean, the every it should all be on film all the time, right? Like a dash cam on the cops' car that records the whole. I think it's we've gone to that point yet. Yeah? That yeah. The problem is they have control over it. Yeah, maybe the cops should never be able to turn off their all body cops cam. Should, exactly should have live feeds that go directly to like an off. A server somewhere. Yeah, you know, something yeah. that's run by not the police department, but a third body organization. Look, you would need a bunch of these fail safes together, obviously. To, to oversee. Right. Some sort of parameters that the cops have to fall into. Where right now, people don't think that there are those parameters. Because like I was saying, Kamar, is the, you know, when you pull someone over for speeding and you give them a ticket and, you know, I've heard it so many stories of people getting pulled over and the cop being lenient. Like, listen, I had you going. I had you clocked at 140, but I'm going to give you the ticket for 120. You know what I mean? It's less loot. And it's hopefully medium halfway and a deterrent. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Speeding. It's you to stop speeding. Speed. Yeah. And at the same time, not to break the bank for you, right? Like there's a lot of people. And that's why they, the demerit system is Or also- it gives you one demerit instead of four. Well, that's what I was going to say is the demerits there because they realize somewhere along the line that, oh, rich people could just speed around all fucking day and night because the $70 ticket to them is nothing. Well, it's like the old joke where the guy says here, you know, keep the change. I'm planning on breaking four more laws tonight. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, yeah. running four more stop signs. And that's it. Is So the demerit system worked in that, you know, well, if you want to keep driving, you're going to have to obey. So it's not it's not all just a big cash grab where they're, like, I mean, even think about parking. Like, you know, everyone hates to pay for parking and you hate parking tickets. But how do you think the roads get maintained? Yeah, cash grab, is it, it, it generates money that is used to do stuff. It, 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 cash grab is just one way of framing it. Sure. I mean, again, I, yeah, I and, guess. And if, if there were no rules, there were no spots, do you think, or there were spots, but, you know, nobody was enforcing anything. Do you think everybody would just park in the right spots? Or do you think there would be some people who are like, no, whatever, I'm just going to park wherever the fuck I want. Because on, on, on a war memorial. It would, it yeah. would be an interesting uh, social experiment to see, though, right? Like, so, ma- so many. Would we just go on normal and everybody would kind of keep parking in the parking spots? And it finds out it ends up it's more trouble than it's worth. I mean, there's that really, to me, there's a there's always a line in the office that stands out to me, and it's uh, it's Jim when Andy goes away, and he's like, who would have thought that, that people could just come to work unsupervised, do their job, and leave when they're supposed to? And it's, like, we always assume that, like, you need some boss there, like, making sure, like, keeping their eye on everyone and making sure, but, like, there's a good chance that most people will just show up to work, do their job. Well, yeah, most places until, run themselves and talk shit about the boss. Like, yeah. Or, or, and, and that's that's their bonding sort of... Until they don't, though, right? Like, that's the problem. Well, the problem, Simon, is this. is It just takes one person showing up a half hour late every day and leaving a half hour early every day for everyone else to be like, well, this guy's getting paid the same as me. He's He's doing an hour less work, and he just fucking saunters in and out whenever he wants. Fuck this. And then, yes, it... Everything starts to fall apart. The fabric of it all, right? The leader has to keep them in line, so to speak. I mean, yeah. It's sad that we need some sort of, you know. Back to the police. Back to laws and stuff, right? Like, we need some sort of backbone, I think. Again, I don't know, because I've never been part of it where they've run the experiment in a different fashion. But from what I can judge of, you know, people and just how shitty we are. I mean, this is the thing is you always we hear need some sort of structure. You always hear Americans laugh at other countries and the way they police, which is ironic because it's like, yeah, but they're usually doing it better. Like you, you constantly hear them like, oh, the fucking the cops in the UK don't carry guns like this is ridiculous. And it's like, well, it's only ridiculous because every one of you has a gun. So, of course, it seems ridiculous, but they seem to get on fine in the UK. There's not like, well, there's a lot of stabbings, but yeah. Okay, but there's nowhere <laughs> no, no, near no. as many stabbings <laughs> as there are shootings. Like, what are we doing here? I, not. I, I don't know the statistics, but I, I do I find it's rough over there. I wonder if that, and I'm sure if they had guns, it'd be no, more shootings. No, but I obviously. forget that. Is their society that much worse than American society? That's the question. No, it's not. Of course not. Like, that's what I'm saying is they. They seem perfectly happy over there, right? Yeah, uh, they no, don't. I bet they have the same issues. There's a there's a lawyer in England who finds he's going through the same things Josh Dubin's going through. 
Oh, Wrong of course, accused. of course, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's That's no doubt about that. That's not the point. I think what, the point is that like the general public over there doesn't have to worry about a cop killing them. That's the one well, difference. Well, they could right? beat to death with like a billion. It's harder cops. for that to escalate to that, though. Yeah. Precisely, yeah. Or even then, I mean, listen, we've all seen we've all seen videos where something escalates, and you as a human can go, you know what? I've never been in that high high intensity scenario. I don't really know what I'd do. Maybe I would have discharged the weapon. Maybe I would have shot the person. Maybe I would have thought I was grabbing the taser. There's some Kamar where it's just blatantly like the cop is like, don't run, and then shoots the person. You know what I mean? And like, if they don't have a gun, that whole scenario becomes you almost- chase or- Like, drop- <laughs> To the next time. Drop yeah. that flashlight. I thought it was a gun. There you go. And, and they all have the same, you know, they all know what to say. Yeah. Have to agree with that. And so they said one of the things is, is training, and I just can't imagine or wrap my head around- how well does a police officer know the law? Or they know, you, you know what I mean? It, it, you take whatever the police course and you learn. You know how you learn. You don't learn everything. You learn enough to pass a test. And then it'd be on the job experience and well, moments where you find out what the law is the versus someone who knows the law. The military uh, model makes sense to me in some regards for that, like it, to weed out the people. Yeah, it's so hard to do the training to become a Navy SEAL that, yeah, okay, you're going to end up with some psychos at the end because there are going to be that. But for the most part, I think you're weeding out like the lazies and the people who aren't dedicated. Being a police should be like, or a police, being in the Law police, yeah, should be one of those jobs that's like, it isn't every Tom, Dick, and Harry who wants to do it. And it's not like a... Maybe it should be a five-year course or something. But it's right? not even like training a, as much as, or it's training and screening. Well, that's getting them in. And then once they're in, then you start implementing, uh, maybe you take that from the military too, where it's every day you're training 20% of the time. But the pay scale should also not work like a normal pay scale. Like it shouldn't be this hierarchy of, you should just like, how can, how can I put this? It's not you should want to be the police chief because the police chief lives in a nice house and has a and drives a nice car. It should be you should want to be the best beat cop you can be because it will pay you well enough if you keep doing it well. Like, you know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. it, you shouldn't be incentivized to be the next highest rung up. You should just, there should be incentives for being a really good cop. What about a no shooting bonus? I know, I guess that would be... But I think stupid. after they want, you want to become a detective, right? That's the... It's not... But this is what I'm saying is... Chief. But a lot of people want to become detectives for the pay. I'm not saying all of them. A lot of people are good, are really good cops, and they're like, I would be a good detective. That's not... I'm not saying all of them, but you have to realize that some of them are just trying to cl climb a ladder, right? Yeah. And I'm saying... I mean, pay shouldn't even be an issue in that job. I agree. If you get through the rigorous training or screening, and then... Are willing to, are willing to do line. all yeah. that training and then put your life on the line. This isn't the new system. You should be it. You should be paid whatever the fuck you want. I mean, within reason, obviously, but that it, it shouldn't even be a no, you're trying pension, to get to all the things that are there. You don't have to become a millionaire because you do it. Well, look, maybe it should be again. It should be a really select few who. Again, get through the process. The bottom line to all these things is it's going to take a lot of money to do. It's yeah, not, it's not like it's a yeah. solution that is uh, cost neutral. Do you think they've 
done work or research on what makes people racist? Because they're talking about how kids are uh, not racist. Yeah. There's no way they, and then something happens. I think it's parents. It's surroundings, uh, well, of, obviously. Or, or reinforcing negative. I think even more than parents, it's uh, television and things like that. Because none of the way I feel about any race came from my parents. How do you feel about what race is, Simon? Just whatever. Whatever my opinions are on any any other... Let's hear one. How do you feel about Puerto Ricans? <laughs> I think they're all really great people. Okay. So TV made you think that Puerto Ricans any are great Any stereotype people? that's out there about any group of people mm-hmm. came okay. from something I saw on television. And it's amplified. Look, I'm sure some people's parents do influence them. If your dad's in the Ku Klux Klan or whatever, like you're probably going to end up with a certain set of beliefs. But I don't think you sit a kid in front of a television every day and they're going to formulate beliefs based on what you're seeing. You don't, you don't agree with that? But if the parents I didn't, I, stop I, you from I, watching stuff, you might not form those th- same things. Well, and then maybe you're more apt to... But Simon, they have to we say, all grew up with know. the same television, so wouldn't we all have a more? Wouldn't we all be more homogenous in the way we think and feel about race, given your opinion on the television thing, right? Like if we all grew up watching basically the same TV, the same fifty channels, wouldn't we all feel the same way about about most races? Wouldn't that wouldn't that translate math wise? I mean, for the most part, we do. People do, yeah, like. You don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? It's the outliers, really, that, like, racist people. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the majority of people in the world. Or not in North America, anyways. I think it's the minority of people. You disagree with that? I don't know. Are they really stopping traffic? That's insane. Um, I don't know if I disagree or agree with it. I think, uh, like I said, I think that... I think it's more at home that you truly get racism than from television. I'm not disagreeing with you that TV has some effect. We know it does because that's why they're trying to push like, you know, gay and inclusive. And like, like now when you watch, when you watch commercials in Canada, it's like diversity is pushed beyond anything. It's gotta be a mixed race couple. It's not only a mixed race couple. There's gotta be, yeah, there's gotta be like someone with disabilities. There's gotta be someone who's like all boxes checked off. A hundred percent. Like, like this is the per- the commercial that was on right now yeah. is the perfect example. That's like a hundred different ethnicities, but that's the perfect example. There's literally you cannot. So maybe you're right, Simon, but I truly believe that racism starts and ends with your surroundings. Because the ad is selling two things, right? The product and the sort of that the idea or like, well, the warm feeling. What they want to yeah. convey. Yeah. It's so tough to sell a product with you, racism. You think it's parents. You think it's media. I think obviously one of both. And I'm sure there's something to do with the experience where someone has a negative, something happens negative related with another race and then they form. Of course. I think you, that, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like and, you get, yeah. Listen. All these are a bunch of factors, but if we could pinpoint what it was. because A group of Chinese people rob your home and all of a sudden you hate all Chinese people. Well, yeah. That's extreme, but yeah, of course. Exactly. Exactly. That. Or... Someone drunk driving is a certain race and kills your dad or, or whatever. Like it just like, and it's not justified. Of course, we know racism is not justified. There's no way anyone based on their skin color is superior to another person. We just know that, right? Yeah, exactly. 
it's, 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 you have an experience and you form a prejudice that may be irrational, but that's how you feel. I don't think, I, back to what we've said, and it's not, it's not able to be eradicated. Racism, you believe. Sadly, or whatever. And maybe uh, what Simon says, the media says it's worse than it is. But then the counter argument is, well, you can never say it's not a problem. Another issue where we're fucked. Ay, 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 ay. Icarus, you talked about Icarus. I think there should be a drug hall of fame. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone acknowledged because they've done feats and like, yeah, yeah, like Armstrong being there. Well, that'd be the entertainment section. <laughs> if, if, you, if you make it past 27, under 27. But like yeah. Barry Seals has a place. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Barry Bond. Oh, what's his George name? George Young. Highway, was, Highway Rick Ross. I was more, yeah. I was more athletes that use performance. Oh, okay. and oh I see. Okay. <laughs> we but were taken in a different direction. That seems yeah. like another Hall of Fame that yeah. is uh, cool too. Well, that would just be a good museum because you'd get a little bit from everywhere. A bit of you'd get the recreational users. You'd get the steroid yeah, users. Yeah. There'd be a, for you'd the get biggest the drug dealers of CIA, all time. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure in like uh, Mexico, there's probably like cartel museums. No, for sure. I would 100%. imagine they like hundred yeah, percent showing the like lineage of the families and yeah. Probably have their like gold plated gun on display. Well, like, oh my God, I just heard the best thing the other day. Okay, so in North Korea, there's a museum yeah. and the museum. The museum is all the gifts that have been given to King Jong un and King Jong il over the years by the different gift or a replica. By different diplomats. Okay. It's the gift. They what do you mean? Well, Any anyway. I want to use it. Take it, the gift. Anyways, so it's just all crazy things that other <laughs> countries have gifted North Korea. Yeah. So like maple syrup. So There's a bottle weird. of maple syrup or something if it was Maybe. from Canada. I assume that it's like bigger gifts than that. Uh, I think some of them were like... Uh, I keep hearing gift. Live animals. And then I imagine like maybe some countries like gift him a tank or uh, so a polar bear so or a so they dinosaur can... skull so or weird. whatever they're doing to try and impress King Jong-il or Un or whatever it, the hell his name he, is. They gave him things that were alive? I don't know what they gave him. I'd have to, I don't Because that's a bigger I'd scale museum to... and if it's a person, that's even crazy. Well, I also, think are it's... you calling him King Jong-il? Isn't it Kim? Kim. I, oh. What did I say? I thought you said I, King. I didn't say King. Okay, sorry. Uh, I was, hey. Kim. King. Kim. Um... Apparently, it's like a huge place because, again, like I a think some of, of the gifts were like gold-plated tanks or... Well, especially how many years? That's over hundreds of years. They must have received so many gifts. But you yes. didn't see any gifts? of this. You didn't see any of this place. <laughs> You're doing that on purpose now. Well, now I can't stop yet. You didn't yes. see any of these places. You just heard about it? No, I didn't go to the museum. Uh, well, I know you didn't go, Korea. but there's no, there's no video of it. Oh, no, I was listening to a podcast. The most powerful thing I thought he said is that we are all better than the worst thing we've done. Yes, and it was in the in the vein of cancel culture and like canceling stuff, and maybe that should be like, I don't know, some sort of creed or motto that we start teaching in school or something. Like in any situation, if we don't possess that, yeah, we're living in a weird like juxtaposition right now where. Everybody wants to be included, but at the same time, they want to disclude people. Yeah, it no one's is, allowed in. It, it is really a weird fucking time to be alive. 
yeah. Because it almost feels like it's not real. Clearly we are where, what we've been through what, the last two years and like just waking up in the world today, like this, it's the most fucked up it's been since all this has happened when I thought. I can just remember, like, I don't want to get COVID about this, but I can remember clearly talking like when they first locked us down two weeks, like I legitimately thought two weeks and we would be done. Yeah. So you were, I mean, wrong. well, I'm wrong about everything. We know this <laughs> bet against Simon. Yeah. We well, should have, if said. I said the giants bet on the jets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I genuinely thought, you know, just holy fuck. And here we are today. Temporary has a whole new meaning. Here we are today. I think the depressing uh, statistic he brought is that 70% of exonerated women are from crimes that never happen. That might have been the most shocking stat I've ever heard. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing there? Or, or maybe we have the same problem here, but just this. What was that stat? I'm sorry. He said that nine, was it 90? 70% oh, it of exonerated yeah. women. So cases where women get exonerated. Yeah. A, crime a crime actually never, never happened. happened. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, we're looking crazy. for stuff to go bad. Well, listen, there is no doubt about it. There are flaws in this system, and we see it all the time. Well, again, for-profit prisons, you can't have, like, they've, the fact that they have judges that they've caught locking kids. We're not talking about yeah. adults. Locking yeah. kids up for cash is beyond me. And that's the crazy. judge doesn't get trained. I mean, that's just it. For-profit prisons. There is prisons, no judge training. Like, can you really even have a conversation about changing anything until that is totally eradicated? No, you cannot. You cannot. And it's like, uh, it's like trying to fight the pharmaceutical companies. And you're like, okay, we, we have to stop them from being able to advertise. That's number one. They, they cannot advertise to the public anymore. But then you're like, well... That's built into the Constitution. That's never going to happen. So you're never really going to fix that system because it's inherently broken. Yeah. I just made so much sense there. I, like, I just made so much <laughs> sense there. Right there. No head blown emoji. He mentioned uh, Barry Sheck. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah. No. Well, he's, uh, he says he's one of the big lawyers in getting people off of stuff, but Barry Sheck was also instrumental in getting O.J. Simpson off. I believe he was the one who uh, questioned he came in late, Mark Furman or something, but that's the other end of the... Yeah, well, it's the same idea, right? Like, if you're going to protect some innocent people, you're probably going to protect some guilty people, people, People too. are going to jail for crimes they didn't commit, and people are not going to jail for crimes they committed. Mm. We're screwed. It doesn't matter, though, because the people that get off, it should be a lesson to the cops to do your fucking job properly, because usually they get off because they've done something improperly on their end, whether it's handling evidence, coercing a fucking... Yeah, I mean, this, this is a situation of maybe that happened, so now this time, make sure that is done, even if it was supposed to be done. It's, it, it, this is so disheartening, this podcast, and this topic that he talks about. Cause it's, it, but so important. It's not even on the radar of like what, has to, what we have to address. Because well, look at where we're stuck. We're no, like talking about things that... I, have no yeah listen that's what they do man get you focused on something else so you don't focus on what's really broken and what and another thing you talked about what i thought was super good is if you are sitting in a box with 12 other people to judge someone whoever they bring in 
you're going to assume is guilty. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like you, know, you have to try like a. What if it's a dime piece? No, you right does, does right matter. away. No, no. I, I mean, I would. Anyway, I think I would in any way. Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, no. Actually, the, the one way is all right. You have to see this person. They they've done nothing wrong. They're almost here. They're. You should be looking at it like they have been. This is an hard done This is by, an innocent person and now prove, who is yeah, is like I agree, the, man. the systems against them. You better come with your. Uh, Everything but for me to think this person that was the most poignant thing he should, said. Yeah, that should be the whole way it's set up, right? Like when you go in, it, it should all be laid out like that. Listen, this guy is being falsely accused. Now prove us wrong. Well, that, that that's what it's supposed to be, yeah. but it isn't. Yeah, no, that would really help, though. I think with uh, anyway. I think a lot of people in the public get that wrong too when they're talking about something. They should throw this guy in jail. It's like, do you know what reasonable doubt is? Because they have, they also have to prove to you that beyond any, so you can't have any. If you have even a shred of reason, well, I mean, he might not have been there. That it's out, it's done. He's off. That's that's how the that's how the justice system is supposed and to work. And because you put your hand on this book, you have to be honest. Well, like all all the things that well, surround, no, they're, they're buying into. You're buying into like trusting your fellow man, a human a human being, and then and you've seen it a million times on movies or shows. But like, so it says something. Said forget what they just said. Oh, okay. Like that's a, it's it's impossible. You know, well, right? It would be good if like you know how they have the uh, people finding out the crimes in. Uh, uh, minority Report. Yeah, the, the precogs. Yeah, if you had like um, three aliens that would just sit and be the judge of who know nothing know, from nothing, they're just you know totally pure beings. And couldn't you get AI to do that? Yep, I, I thought about that, and of course, I know you thought about the, that, the, the bias, the bias in the in the programmer. And... Yeah, I, I mean that is probably where because I, I as he was saying jury. Yeah, I was thinking, well, okay, it, that's right. You're leaving that up to a lot of different people. Are you better off just leaving it up to the one judge? And kind of like we were talking about before, to become a cop, you don't have to go through like that much training. Is that the same with a judge too? So are we getting the best people, the one- or are we getting? The people well, who know how to play the game well, the best, the and by the time they get there, they're fucking so corrupt because they've been playing the game for so long. The problem is AI could eliminate human emotion. So AI, you could have 12 different AI programs running. Ooh, that's good, Matt. Right? For random. So they all look at the same case the same way. You, you put in all the fucking shit, and each one comes up with its own yeah, judgment. That. And again, and it, it can truly say reasonable doubt. So the AI says, listen... Uh, 11 out of 12 of us have found reasonable doubt here. One program said this 43% guy did it. of the present. Dude, that, that's evidence interesting. Eh? So a lawyer, which I guess would kind of become a different job, would come with like a, a set of data points that they'd put into the yeah. yes, program. Like like here is all I the like evidence. Yeah. Here, Here is my, uh, what do you call that? A uh, my Here's my argument. Disclosure? No, my argument. Yeah. Opening and boom, arg- like yeah, you opening statement. stick it into the robot's chest. This is in my brain how it would look, yeah. you know? Dick, 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 computing. Dick, 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 dick. And then it would spit out its... Uh... That's good. And you could even have an AI judge. 
Well, the one thing I wanted to say about... To uh, preside over well, no. the AI jury. Sorry, Kamar, I hate to cut you off. The one problem there is you need a human judge at the end because the computer knows no lenience. The computer knows, like... Yeah, you would need... It doesn't understand the nuance. It doesn't understand... Again, sentencing is a huge one. It doesn't understand the nuances of... Well, so you run into the same problem. At the end, you need a human. That human can be corrupt... We're just chasing our tail. Well, Human probably. beings are the problem in this I mean, this we're very equation. fallible, yes. The one thing I wanted to say was, because I just went through a trial and got convicted by a judge, I, I wonder if I could have called for a, a jury. A, you know, a human a judge. A human judge. Yeah, just to be clear. Everybody. Is that when I got convicted, the judge went over the case for an hour. Going over all evidence that was presented, at never point going. And when they said this, this is what I thought. Just he he uh, goes over every evidence either side submitted, arguments against and for. Basically, showing his whole work on how he got to his decision. So if if all jurors had to present why they base their decision, which, which they don't. Like you know why you I mean? have to show how you do a math problem, not just the answer. 100%, and that's why I'm saying the judge, there is some legitimacy, even if they are biased or think something else. And the way the system works, based on all that stuff he does, someone can say, well, no, what he said here isn't true, and could be appealed. And right. We're right, also forgetting right. too. Yes, no, fair enough. We're also forgetting that one of the problems with the jury pool is that they all go back and deliberate together. So you have your fellow man judging you while you're supposed to be making an impartial decision. Well, they like, debate it, right? They discuss. They discuss. What you, do you think, think it should be anonymous when you give your? Well, in a way, yeah, because you you know if you're like, listen, I genuinely don't think this guy did it, but I'm afraid, like, yep. you know, I don't want these people to think that I'm some terrible asshole because every because everyone clearly, like, I don't know, it's. It's it, it, we know the whole thing's screwed. We know we're not actually going to solve it, but no. AI, AI seemed like it might have some uh, some legs there. But of course, that's the over the the computers are going to sentence us. No, or, but or we, decide on our fate. Yeah. Like, Look, as we, we did it. We ourselves. just want to have a a way where we limit the amount of human involvement. And that would be run it all by AI and have like a panel at the end, a panel of whatever, four or three people that make sure that the computer isn't being too computerish. And then boom, there we go. New law and order. You know what the real problem is? We're, we're, we're actually fucking stupid as shit. And we just showed, we just let it shine through. 95% of cases never see a judge or a jury. They only see a judge. Yes, there are they're pled out. It's like he was talking about um um false uh false statements when people admit to a crime they haven't committed. Like that's a huge problem in the states where plead out. Yeah, or even guilty. or even like he said 6 years of pretrial. Imagine being in prison. Imagine you're poor and you're innocent, but you have to spend 6 years in jail waiting to prove that you're innocent. In a hellhole with like the word. I can't imagine it. It's terrible. Six years? Holy fuck. Six years is insane. Yeah, the whole thing Before is Before you crazy. find out what's going to happen to you. That's what's insane about But then uh, it, at some times I know that they would say, well, you've been in prison for six years, so we'll take that off your sentence. 
Yeah, but what if you're innocent? Oh, I agree. The point, Let, then you're nah, taking it off of nothing. The whole thing is fucking crazy. Yeah. I agree. But like, I don't know what the answer is besides AI judging. It doesn't matter. My point was just like we, you know, he spoke about how you're in the Constitution. You're supposed to get a trial of your peers. And we know that 95% of people that get convicted of something absolutely never get that. Well, yeah, this is the craziest. So there's a there's a constitution. We have one to here, and it's like the law. Yeah. And you want to change something, you have to put a new rule in there. And that's why these mandates are weird, because they're not, there's nothing in the, that constitution that says they can do this. They can only do it because there's a, the emergency. a super emergency going on. Yeah. And there's whatever. This is how stupid I am. I don't know how many judges there are in the Supreme Court of Canada, but there's that group that decides on everything. Like, it's, it's fragile, you know what I mean? If they all die, like, it's just, we're held together by a system that's just completely screwed. I don't like your, how you're talking about a group of people all dying. I'm sorry, does that a threat? <laughs> yeah, your name is Kumar. Come <laughs> like, on, man, like how take my, it easy. We're not trying to get taken and down And we're here. in the middle of things in Ottawa. Yeah. Like, can't make those well, hey, anymore. At some point, what's happening right now is going to go before them, I think. The Supreme Court? Maybe. Well, has someone taken it to a lower court yet? I assume. Well, what are the... I heard what's you can't his just name go to crying the, the other day that the Nuremberg Code was being violated. Who, Pat King? No, whoever it was. Um, but with people getting forced to get vaccinations. And that's why... Well, I, Mario, I'm saying that's why we'll always need judges. Because the whole thing is predicate on yeah. one body being mm. able to, at the end of the day, decide. We, all, we will always need uh, judges... Judges, judges. <laughs> judges that are uh, only human. Yes, and that's really our Achilles' heel. Yeah. as humans. Yeah, we, we've got to go. We've got to go. Man. <laughs> we've got to go. Last that is really our Achilles' heel as humans. Last thing I had is he talked about Neil Young. Yeah, and the performing arts story. Dude, stop telling this story. I gotta. I gotta say this too. I don't think I yeah, mentioned this. It's being real Neilish at this point. Not only does he need, I think he needs to stop telling the story for a lot of reasons. One, you like spend a lot of time with um, like Navy SEALs, like war heroes, dudes that really in the trenches. And like, you can't keep telling the story. Preaching that, camaraderie and stuff, you mean? Yeah. And he keeps being like 15 bucks an hour wasn't enough to help all these guys who I was in the trenches. Is with, it like, self-preservation or is it cowardice? Uh, personally, after hearing the stories many times, it really comes off as cowardice at this point. Starting to get there. Or turning your back on your, your brethren. Like. It's a them and us thing. Like he was saying, he, he saw like there is no them and us. This is crazy that we would be fighting each That's other. another thing we're coming into right now. But what he said was this was Maybe. a night. I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Fair enough. That's I agree, though. Just stop telling yeah, the story. Dead that story, Joe. The fact checkers need to check the fact checkers because he said this happened in 1986. Keep on rocking. The free world came out in 1989. So, so what Joe, are we doing? Joe here? said this happened in '86. That's what he, that's what he said. I wrote it down, and he, he said, "I uh, I think like he was like, no, it was 1986. I know it as okay. What does that have to do with anything? But it could Sorry. be '89. That's I see what you're saying. Yeah, he, we, the whole thing is he drove home listening to Keep on Rocking in the Free World. Pardon me, Simon. And he, it, it may not have existed to have been played. Oh, I see. Story never happened. Joe doesn't exist. He's a CIA plant. 
Or it happened in 1990. It was Van Morrison. Yeah. And he played Kilo Rock. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a couple options. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anyways, this is this podcast is a service. It's a service yeah. I I know, but I don't want to actually be. Yeah, agreed. No, I, I think it's great when he comes on. And it's good that it's once a quarter because too much would be too much. Well, it's heavy. It's too yeah. heavy. I agree. Too it's heavy. too heavy. It's too heavy. But, but if you want to check his shit out, he has a podcast. So And he... You know, Easy peasy. Go check out the Innocence Project if you want to uh, figure out how you can help out in your area. Maybe you can write, uh, I don't know, a state senator, a governor. We can't do shit because we're up here and they don't... Uh, start writing code for jurors to, to make the well, I'm juror sure, code. I'm sure juror we code. have our own problems. I'm sure we do too, but what I'm saying is I'm not sure the Innocence Project works up oh, here. Oh, I, I, right, right. Right, yeah. so... I mean, and the same way I can't write a letter to a, a, a U.S. governor, I don't think they give a shit. And also pray nothing ever comes out about Josh Dubin. They don't, oh, Matt. Yeah. Because you, know how because you can't it? vote for them. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they precisely. don't give a shit. Yes. So that's why I was saying, if you're an American listener, maybe go check out the Innocence Project if you're interested and uh, go help Josh Dubin and his causes out. Because no one, I think we can all agree, no matter what side of the political fence you sit on, no one wants an innocent person to spend any time in jail. And everyone wants someone to stick up for them if this were to happen to them. Uh, Exactly. You all like if you were to be locked up on false charges, you would definitely want someone there like Josh Dubin. Fuck. But private prisons in the States, like uh, it's nuts. It's it's nuts. Again, underlying like doesn't make any sense to this conversation. Why is nobody just why aren't they? You know what? Just imagine this in other places. But again, it's like if you're actually trying to solve a problem, to rehabilitate people and to make your society better, there's so many countries that are doing that. Like all the Scandinavian countries. Dude, did you ever watch that uh, prison in the different country show? Oh, I've seen a few of them. It's not what it's called, but that's, yeah, uh, I, that's a pretty shitty name. One, it's a working title. It was like the craziest Mac security prisons. Okay, yeah. Well, the one in Iceland or whatever, you, you don't know what I'm talking no. about? It's such a crazy concept what they have over there, like where it's like guards Iceland? and yeah, the prisoners and they're like working together. And these are like the most dangerous of their. Criminals. Anyways, it's very interesting. But again, I think it's there because- are different ways. But again, it's if you have too many people, that never works. So that's a problem. But again, if you're locking too many people up because you're trying to lock people up. Right, that's a problem that's too. A huge, yeah. And then you end yeah. up with an overpopulated yeah. prison system. Well, this worked because there was only less than 100 prisoners yeah. in the prison. You know, like, of course you can. But you got to wonder too, like, how many of the seriously violent prisoners in the States are there because of the prison system that they've been involved in since they were kids anyway, right? So it's a weird... Yeah, it's a... Uh, uh, Again, private prisons. Yeah. Like, how fair is a court though in North Korea? Like he was guilty. Fair. Next, um, yeah. they don't have courts <laughs> or or like Liberia. Yeah, again. which we know is on another level, like of the appeal process. It's just the, like a revolving, a literal revolving door. Welcome back. Just, you know. It's it's it, it's the worst and it's the best maybe in the world. Who knows? Okay, well, I, I, we all rate it five. I give it a five. Yeah. Simon doesn't give it a five. Well, no, I give. Yeah, okay, sure. No, not a five. I give it a. I I think these ones are really important. 
Uh, I'm going to give it a four and a half. We don't want to waste energy using the agreement, buddy. Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> of course not. But Kamara and, I, Kamara and I give it a five. Um, I don't think we have any bills to pay, but we're going to uh, take a break regardless. And uh, we'll be back momentarily. It's the fucking Super Bowl. That's what he says. It's the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, who's getting who? 1775, Dave Smith. One thing I want to say is I thought Joe would seem somewhat affected. After all the he, he's not affected by anything at all. This, this is not bothering him. I don't. He's think. very rich. My he's read, very yeah. rich and very busy. I will say this though: he's always like, I don't read the, I don't read the comments. But then every time there's controversy, he always goes, "I want to thank everyone who wrote all the really nice comments." Well, everyone around him reads the comments. Yeah, too. Well, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. And maybe when something like this happens, and these are people who are sending him messages, I don't know. Listen, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm obviously a fan of the guys. He's only human. I get what he's saying. Everyone looks at the comments here and there. Dave, so one of the things they talked about off the bat, this is going to weave in and out of it because it happened, but here we go. The Chaz protests have got to be seen as worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this can't be the worst protest because they took over city areas uh, i think they took over a police station yeah and they cause a lot of public damage mm-hmm. so it's not it's not it's it's no, way more. as of right now that's way they're the chaz was way worse way worse this is way worse this they're is, not even the same thing this is just a piece of protest is just really you can crazy. like go down there and walk around and you know theoretically not have to worry about yeah. your safety or anything yeah, you're not going to get raped because there's no people. cops around. Well, he, some say maybe the safest that area has been. It's very safe. Again, we've heard the some safest that area has been Wellington of... in front of the fucking Parliament Building. That's one of the safest areas in the city. Already, it's Fuck pretty out secure. Of here. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's that big of an inconvenience to the city, but they, they're still working up there. That's what's crazy. Yeah, of course. The politicians are in the White House. Well, my cousin the said White to me, House. <laughs> what? what what would happen if they did this at the White House? Oh, it'd be a problem. Like it wouldn't have lasted this long either, no, though, eh? Like, no. well, him and uh, Trudeau and Biden had like a convo, but it was more about Ukraine. Oh, I guess well, it was no, about this because too. the bridges, the they're blocking the like, not Bridge. just in Ottawa, in other places. Um, I think it was Detroit and uh, there's one in Winnipeg. They're wherever blocking they're blocking yeah. the bridges, and I think. Uh, Biden must have got on the phone with him and been like, yo, get your country under control. You're costing everybody money now, you know? Which is, at this moment now, they have secured that bridge. So that's over. Secured it? Like, opened it? Uh, it's not open yet, but they're... They've got it back. They've, they've, they fought. The people tried to fight the power, but stood down. They did not hold the line. There have been a couple of rests and a couple of toes. A couple of arrests and a couple of toes. He brought up, like, it's, it, it's not a bloodbath, you know what I mean? Like, the worst case scenario didn't happen. Mm-hmm. There's still a standoff or whatever, but so far, again. Was, was there a standoff? Was there, like, an Oka moment on the bridge? Well, the thing about the bridge no. is it was trucks of people. It wasn't uh, 418-wheelers <clears throat> who were saying, we're not moving. So, it was, wait, once you saw what it was, it was like, okay, they, they could have solved it any time, which is the craziest thing that's going on in this is like the police, there's enough laws being broken that they can step in. They, they, like, see, yeah, but they're like, these are our people. We're not going to, I mean, what are we doing here? Who, know, who knows what, how much of that is, but that's, that's part of it. it it's just so crazy. Um, sidebar, though, they brought up Adele, 
And that stuff now, someone brought that up to me. I was like, yeah, of course they did. Like, I don't care at all. Whereas I bet you three years ago, like, these people are out of control. Like, I, I don't care at all. Yeah, what are you talking about, Adele? Talking about cancel talking about? Remember how they tried to cancel Adele for saying she was so happy to be a woman? That's now offensive. And someone said, what do you think of that? I said, like, I couldn't care less. I'm sure that happened. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's a non... Who now gives a shit? sensitized to these things when you know there's so much other stuff that's important going on. The hierarchy of rage still exists, which he sort of... His bottom line is Yemen, right? He's a big. He's big on the wars, yeah. Which no one can discount. Everyone should be like, why does no one just care about this one thing when we all agree it's bad or whatever, for, for whatever reason? And there lies the root of our problem. We're not... We're chasing the wrong thing. Oh, my God. All I know is that going to dinner with this guy would be a nightmare. Wow. Unless you want to talk about fighting, because he's into talking about fighting and stuff, which they basically was the I end don't of know. I find him a pretty interesting guy. Like, uh, no. All he wants to talk about is politics. He even said at one point, yeah, I'll give him true. credit. I'll give him credit. He was like, Joe changed the subject completely. And then Dave went, sorry to shoehorn this back in. And then just went right back into politics. And I was like, oh, my God, is this this, this is going to be this? It's three hours of this. You're Look, right. They got to fighting, but that was the end, like the last 20 minutes. It is it is uh, his thing. Yeah. he's For yeah. better or worse, that's what you're going to get when he comes on. What is amazing to me is that this guy then has a podcast. That's the skanks. You know what I mean? It is well that, that gives that gives him cool. If he didn't have such that, a juxtaposition. If he didn't have that, it's more buddy, you gotta you gotta, chill you gotta find other interests or something, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean he brings the balance and like I don't think any of us dislike Dave no, Smith. I, no, no, no. Like I, I like said, Dave Smith. I like I, Dave Smith. Know. I just this episode was this week was a downer. It just felt like and there was so much COVID and fucking there's a lot, there's a lot going just on. A lot of downer shit. I um the libertarian idea though, the this idea like less and less and less government sounds great. Like it really does. And it probably did make sense when there were way less people. But like we were saying before, people are just so inherently broken that once you have like the numbers, you're bound to have this dysfunction. So the idea of like leaving it to ourselves to police things and this idea like, oh, the market will work it out. Well, yeah, but sometimes it works it out in these horrible fucking ways. You know? I think it and would only work out if we got, if, if again, hypothetically, you got rid of cities. It was just communities. Little all small over. towns. Yeah, That's the, the only. The actual city creates. Well, because those laws and these things were written for these smaller cities, right? Smaller communities, the, more accountability. The problem the with out of control. The problem with the libertarian argument, though, is that you still end up like okay. So let's let's play this out that you guys are playing right now. Okay, so we 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 break this city up into what ten thousand smaller communities. Yeah, let's just say that number. Okay, so we're left with what is that a thousand people in each community. Yeah. Okay, so we end up in one of the communities together. Um, how do we end up paying for roads? Yeah, our community is probably going to suck. No, 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 forget that. We have people, no, no, we have people in there that can build roads. That's all fine. Like it's a it's an evenly distributed community. My question though is like the libertarian argument breaks down when you start saying stuff like, "Okay, so 
we all pay for the roads, right? Because that's how we do it now. And you just say, yeah, we'd all pay for the roads. We'd all, we'd all pitch in we'd for the roads. We'd all pitch in for the roads. Makes total sense. Okay, so who's going to collect that money? Well, we're going to have to put somebody in charge of collecting the money. Okay, and how do we pick that person? Well, we're probably going to vote on it. Okay, so we're already we have a, we're back to having a government. No, no, you, they're not saying have no government. They're no, saying just have a No, no, the libertarian, the, li- the true libertarians are no government, that everything can be run locally. But I think locally. they accept that there would have to be something. The anarchist wants no government, but they want, they want the smallest government possible. I'm not saying that is Dave. I'm not saying Dave is the libertarian who wants zero government. I understand what he's saying and what his main sticking points are. I'm not trying to drag him into this. I'm just saying when you speak to like a like a true and like through and through libertarian, they would rather zero government. Okay. And that's where it breaks down is just that you eventually have to appoint people and they're going to want to get paid for their work. And, and people are only human. Yeah, and eventually exactly. some of those people are going to be corrupt. And then you're going to have private prisons and no, <laughs> well, I wasn't going and that no roads. Yeah. I mean, that's fundamentally what the government is supposed to do. It's supposed to take everyone's money and spend it in the best way possible and make laws when need be. And enforce said laws. No. See, that's what we just found out. No. The government cannot tell police what to do. And Ford and Trudeau have been very adamant that we can't tell police to do anything because if a prime minister does something wrong, the police have to be able to arrest them. So they can have no, they can't tell them what to do or have any oversight on what they do. They can only make laws, which then the police have to enforce. And, and that's what we're seeing right now. The government is not supposed to tell you what to do, ever. And that's why the mandates are questionable, because they did it under... They're not supposed to tell you what to do, ever. Government really? makes laws, police enforce the laws. And there's, and there's and supposed the to be a clear a separation. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. And that's, and that's how it's supposed to work. And so you can make the argument that the government is overstepping their bounds, but it's but they're for using the emergencies. Safety. They're using the Emergency Act in an emergency, but they're pushing it, obviously, now at this point. And, well, this is what I, th- I thought would be a great opportunity for a smart contract. So you uh, declare this act. And so because of this, you can do all this other stuff, but it's for the best good. But if that act runs out, that stuff runs out. There is no, you know what I mean? We've been in a perpetual state of emergency, I think, since the thing started for every six months, it has to be like, yeah, oh, we're, we're still in state of emergency, which was crazy. When we were here last week, the mayor declared a state of emergency. Then on Friday, Doug Ford declared a provincial state of emergency. So it's a state of emergency emergency, which may be the first time. There's so many state of emergencies going on. <clears throat> but we feel like things are actually getting back to normal until this happened, right? Listen, you just said the funniest thing. There's two state. We're currently living through two state of emergencies. I haven't noticed even one this week. And I live in Ottawa. This- I live like I don't live on the outskirts of Ottawa. I live what could be argued is like center, you know. And, and, and that's a that's a. The disruption isn't what it could be. As I was talking to Simon, do you know there's a thousand trucks outside of Ottawa that they won't let in? Where are these trucks? Come Mostly on. in Quebec, like in farmers' fields and stuff. That's what I was gonna say. They're having crazy parties. I was gonna say because I drive around like the. I'm in the Ontario outskirts all the time, and I didn't see any. So I was like, it so must be in Quebec. So they're all just waiting in Quebec to come well, over. Uh, well, our our good friend who's. Um, helping co-produce for a bit the uh, podcast here broke it down if they wanted to 
screw us over. There's so much more they could, like, imagine you drive down the um, Queensway and slow down and just pull over this way. Yeah, I'm saying just yeah, perpendicular to yeah. the, the Queensway and get out of your truck and walk away and say, fuck it, I don't care. So we're still, the worst could happen. It's very interesting times, man. Very interesting times. I mean, yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, you know what bothers me? I, we'll get off this because there's other stuff they talked about, but they did talk about this, is no one, they said nothing's off the table except for just ending the mandates. But is that going to be enough? Yeah. If they ended the mandates, everybody would just go home? Yeah. Because a lot of people are calling for Trudeau to have to step down. Like That's, that's not going to happen. The- that's not going to happen. Like That's not a, that's not a law. There's no, there's no mechanism that... So if they just stop the trucker mandate, like no, no. no. Masks, masks, travel, and the trucker mandate, all all mandates which are temporary, supposedly ended. Everyone gets up and goes away. Now you'd be upset that wait, you can't do this anymore because you got to be punished for what you. Do. I can't do what anymore. <laughs> you'd be like, okay, so we end the mandates, and all these people that caused all this trouble, truckers, I guess we will call them, get off scot free. Okay. But they're not. I mean, they have a bunch of tickets which are going to be fought or whatever. Okay. What's going to happen, no matter what, is Doug Ford said, there's going to be new legislation made. Now, that's law, not a mandate, that this can never happen again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's and there's the there's the crux of the whole thing. A new, a, a new or a, maybe a lesser freedom has been brought in fighting for freedom. Or... or freedom is the wrong thing. Like, if you, if you live in a really oppressed country and, like, you wish you had the freedom we had here and the freedom that they're displaying doing this protest is one thing, but it's it's the mandates and it's just got confused by so many people. Well, it's ironic. They're just using both sides. They're using all the shit that each side comp like constantly grips onto against them themselves. Really? Like the left is like the free speech. We can fucking um, protest whatever we want. And now they're using it against them where the left are constantly like, you guys, sh- you guys can't be down here. Well, who says when a protest has made, you've made your point. Okay. Like th- that's not how protests are protests. At least someone said to me, where were all these people for black lives matter? And I said, well, black lives matter. So they don't own all the pickup trucks or, or all the 18 wheelers. So that's why they, maybe if they, maybe if they solicited them, they could have got on the side. But Black Lives Matter protest is for a, a cause, an idea, you know what I mean? This is, I'm saying 75%, 100%, stop doing this. We, 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 and, and then someone says, well, if you do that, then every time they have a prom, they'll come back and do this again. But I, I don't know what that prom would be. Do you know what I mean? Like well, hold on. Though, time not, you're but right, hold on. They feel their rights are being violated. They'll just pull up with their trucks and again. For and for the most part, you would think that when people feel that their rights are being violated, there's at least a discussion to be have about said rights. And who's to say that discussion has been had? Now let the adults go back to work here. You've been heard. But I got to say, though, Kamar, I don't know that they're wrong in the sense that... And, th- and here's the big... This is the weird thing for me is like... This whole protest is at such a ridiculous time to me. I think even you, who's been down there, I think even you can agree that this was all going away within a matter of 
That's exactly what someone said two to me. Months. They said, two months it was all going to be done. By <clears throat> March, so th- I think so we're... It's a win-win maybe, for them. Except maybe the masks, Maddie. That might be one thing that would have... No, no, but I think they would have left it up around. to... I think they would have left it up to businesses. They would have said, listen, if you want to force people to wear masks, fine. Um, well, you can't force people to wear masks, so it has to be the government that does it. Anyways. Okay. Fine. These guys, these guys got fed yeah, up. Sorry. And came to protest something that everyone believes in their heart of hearts was going to be done in six weeks anyways. You're, you're barking up the wrong tree. That's right. But, but I, I'm saying I think they knew it was a win though too, right? Like they knew they could walk away looking like, like we got a W here. The, oh, the truckers did? Well, whoever, listen, I think whoever. The, pro, the protesters did? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the truckers knew like, listen, we're going to get a W here and we can use this in the future because it the, it's going to look like a W no matter what. The problem is... And the, and the one thing that just the, the media won't cover is like these people are 100% ready to go to jail. Sure. Like drag me on my truck, go to jail. Like I will fuck my life for this. They're already fucking their life because they could just be working. Like they are putting their money where their mouth is. And yeah. that makes me respect their integrity. Whether it like bothers people, whatever is a, a different story. But I'm, when I was down there, and you, the problem is there's, there's 350 um, 18-wheelers down there, some with cabs, some without, which they're not going anywhere unless someone moves them, probably who drives them. But there's a bunch of cars and trucks, and there's people sleeping in those. And it's minus 25. Like, they, whether you agree they're not, they're, like, hardcore. There's people who brought their kids in the trucks and stuff. Well, that is the, the biggest problem. And that's going to be the... Um that's the one place where the government can kind of step in. You know, what someone I mean? said is that this if is you have kids and they're poten- being mistreated. This is potentially a Waco. Yeah, that, it's uh, that's not a good thing. Because how do you do that, right? How do you go get those kids out? Well, like some people think tomorrow morning people are going to be gone because people only come down for the weekend, and they're coming from all over. All hotels in Ottawa were sold out this weekend. You know, this is crazy. I was just saw these like three people coming out of a hotel mm-hmm. with their protest signs heading downtown. Like they obviously came from somewhere else. Yeah. They stayed at a shitty hotel. Yeah. They were heading out at whatever, nine thirty or ten in the morning to head downtown. Like in minus twenty. It's a thing. Yeah. It's winter. It wasn't nice outside. And the the general uh sentiment in this city does not want this. Is very upset by this. Well, I don't think any city would want it. I think it's kind of like, don't pin that on Ottawa. I don't think Montreal would want this. I don't think anywhere would want this. If I also may, um, I think the difference too is the length. Like, you know, we're Ottawa. We've seen protests, right? They usually last one day. Yeah. Like if it's a G8 summit or if it's George Floyd or those things are usually one day where that one street and it's always the same street. Maybe it veers off to Elgin or Bank, whatever. It could be a march. Sure, yeah, mar- but you know what I mean? It's always the same area. It's never more than a day. I think people are really, yeah. I think that's what's really made it more that the, the citizens and the horns, like I said. The horns was a problem. I think the horns at them. night and, and them the fireworks, stopping with the fireworks smart. too. And it's just tied into so much po- uh, yeah, political a lot of politics, stuff yeah. and things that have been happening uh, that have nothing to do with this and people are just angry and this is a way to release some of that frustration like there's a lot of things going on right now I also want to say too when I uh, 
Like when I said it's a win for them, I don't mean, I don't mean like when I'm not saying your average trucker who just came down to protest. I, I think, you know, as well as I do, there's people, there's, there are people there with an agenda. Yeah. This thing political or whatever on both sides of the fence with, without a doubt. I think those people came and were like, this is going to be a win for us no matter what. Cause like I said, and you said it too, Trudeau's not going to resign. They know they're going to take that L, but they'll walk away with the mandates being gone. Yeah, well, that's what's really fucked up. We don't know what's going to happen. Do you know they posted, they know every single vehicle who's in it. Like, the police know, but someone someone sort of doxed it and did all the research and posted so-and-so is on the insurance on this car. So they know. Yeah, that's dangerous. There's two kids in that car. They, they know everything that's yeah. going on down there, and they're like, Doxing protesters is a problem. So what I'm saying is tomorrow they think it's going to happen because the crowds come on the weekend. They're just from out of town. They don't know who, whatever the, their reason is. It's not solidified. But so you go up, you got four guys, you knock on a door and say, okay, man, move your truck. Okay, please. I says, no. I'm not, like you, at some point, someone's going to have to smash a window, drag someone out of the truck, arrest them. 400 times like it's just it's just a disaster and if they forcefully go into a vehicle and hurt a little girl or a little boy it, it's it, it 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 is a catastrophe waiting to happen and it could all be done if they end the mandates that that's all i'm saying but that's not on the table so i'm very concerned for those people and the people who have to do it it's it's crazy i think um i i i wish you were right that that was all it would take. I don't think that's the case. I think like anything else, there's a ton of agendas at play here. And uh, I don't know if the just ending the mandates is enough. Well, we'll be gotten. I don't know what they're going to do. I, I think that's the best way he looks good right now. If Trudeau ends the mandates, it's said, fine, go home. You guys are stupid. This is ridiculous. They find them all $50,000, like slap them on the way out. I think that's the best way to resolve this right now. It's versus- like they were going to end the mandates anyways, but it's got to be on their Well, this is the problem. Time I, said frame. This, I said this last week. Now we're in a pissing contest. Yeah, yeah now we're in a yeah, pissing contest. One side yeah. is like, well, guess what? <laughs> we were going to end this, but now we're willing to drag it out an extra three months and ruin. Like I said, it's like billionaires. When they have a pissing contest, it costs you, you, and me money. But one, it, one side is saying, you fucked me for the last two years. I feel like I'm fucked now. I have nothing to lose. Yeah. This is the hill I'm dying on, and yeah. they're doing it. Like, I just admire what they're doing, and that they're doing it. Like, they, they, are, they are putting their money where their mouth in or whatever. Whether it's, it's for right or wrong, it's like, fuck, that's conviction. Listen, you should admire any cause that isn't, any cause that is for, you know, perceivable freedom. You should probably be for realistically but when right? they're when they talk on the news about like this could get violent when it's somewhere else in the world it's it's like but we actually ask yourself what the violence is gonna be no one wants that to happen <laughs> nobody well again i said this i never i i don't i don't ever like seeing the cops be given carte blanche to go and use force on the people of the country whether you agree with these people or not i don't want to see cops going down there cracking skulls 
I don't want to see cops down there fucking arresting people. Like it's never, that's not good for anyone. It doesn't end well for anyone. And the cops, half the cops for sure are like, yeah, give her the mandates. Like it's, 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 it's the most crazy situation because they were talking about this, the fragility society. We just found out that all the trucks in this country can shut this country down. Because they haven't even gone as far as they could. Like I said, they could block the Queensway. They could do a lot more stuff. And it's... I got to say this, though. If you think about it, if you really wanted to... If you had a plan, a five, ten-year plan, the they's of the world, the whoever. If you had a five or ten-year plan to completely eradicate uh, the public's perception of the police. Bang-up job. And this would be also a great way to push autonomous vehicles. 100%. But forget the, forget the autonomous vehicles. Like, think about, just literally think about it. You have, you, you successfully got one side to hate the cops to the point where they were burning down police stations in their own cities. Okay, one side done. Now, how do you get the other side? Like, what, how can you possibly do it? And it seems like they're doing it. It seems like the final... Like, once we get this side to hate the cops, no one. And then who's going to want to be a cop? Like you have you've literally the entirety of, at least right now, if you're a cop, you're like, okay, well, 50% of the public, you know, don't mind me. And the other. I, I don't get it, though. Are you saying, like, the truckers usually love the cops? I'm saying the people on the right are, tend to be the thin blue line. Law and order. Law and order side. Yes, the believe police, trust police, more police. If that side now is like, fuck the police because they're arresting truckers down there. You know what I mean? The weirdest thing is, is when politicians talk, they talk about, I'm about Canadians every day. Like there's no, if you want to classify everyday Canadians, there's no more than truckers. It, re, it really, you don't think about it, but they're the most integral blue collar part of society. You know, all, anyone who works in a hospital is in a, in a different, they're health professionals. But here's the problem. I believe after what I've seen the last two years, everyone, I don't know that there is a job that isn't integral to society. Like the people with the lowest paying jobs, those are the jobs we need people to do. The menial every day. But it's like Dave Smith said, when we first didn't know what was happening, they were asked, get in your truck and drive stuff because we need it. Maybe this is if you if you get contact with someone you die you know what I mean and and they did it so they were heroes at one point and everything I worked at a grocery store it was all truckers yeah job and stuff and they're all different whatever but it's like they are still the lifeblood of our society without them there's we're, we're we are screwed I think the difference though Kamar is at the beginning it was one of the jobs where you had the least contact with people. I was just going to say, you don't so have a it lot was, of contact. It was the one. Alone in your truck. And it still is. So why should they, why should we care if they're Oh, no, listen, those fucking mandates were ridiculous. Like ridiculous for them to get over the border and have to segregate for 50, segregate. That's not the right word. Quarantine for 14 days. Like it didn't make any sense. They were never leaving their truck. It's stupid. Like that's dumb. It's dumb. There's so no though, doubt about it. 90% of them were vaccinated either way. So it's. And, the, and, and 90% of this country's vaccinated. And yeah. that's why the mandates have to drop. Because I realize when I get on a train and I have to show my QR code, which I'm starting to be unhappy about, because I don't know if they scan that and just disappears or there's information recorded. And like if I go get two more shots with a false identity, could I get another QR code and then mess up the system? You know what I love, Kamar? There's no answer that makes you happy, though. But if the vaccines work, if I get on a train and everyone has to show this code, we're all vaccinated, masks off. 
that, that that's my my only thing where I'm like, there is no comment that's happening here, but I'm keeping it on because, like Joe says, you wear it because you don't want to be an asshole, regardless of your uh, the efficacy of it or effectiveness of it. But let's get back to Dave. Selective stats are huge. Are we, are we done? Well, we can. No, I just watching spit. Go. Sorry. Um, selective stats, like if they really want to show if they showed the death rates or whatever, uh, 40% were 85, 30% three of them had, you know what I mean? We all are victims of selective stats and anyone can use it if they want. Well, yeah, reading data is obviously a problem for both sides, for everybody. If you're looking for a certain thing, you can find that in the data. As long as you put your finger over that one bar. We look at data as truth. You, you know, you compare those two words just without even thinking about it, but they are not the same thing. They are not the same. Um, they are not the same. They are not the same. The media exposed uh, the Russia bounties. Do you remember that story? The, the Russia, Russia bounties? Russia had put bounties on Americans. Yes. That was I really I remember pushed. that story. I don't yeah, remember yeah. that story. Complete fabrication. Uh, Putin installed Trump. It was a complete investigation, complete fabrication. Assad gasses own people, complete, complete fabrication. Weapons like, of mass destruction, complete fabrication. Yeah. How do they cling to any credibility at this point? And again, I am now past <laughs> arguing with someone who disagrees on this point and bringing these up to, like, it's just, if you think what you think, I think what I think. Like, I'm sure there's a, you go first in line and I don't like you. I'm just, this thing is exhausting me and it's, it's broken me. Um, Joe defended Sanjay. Yeah. I thought that, that like he, if he, if he's just acting, he does the right things. You know what I mean? Like he could, he could say, fuck all those guys. He likes Jake Tapper. He, I don't mind Jake Tapper. He's trying to shit on Biden now, but like, I, if you think Joe's genuine, he's better than all the people that hate him. They all try and call him on the Sanjay Gupta thing too. Like, what Joe should just how say? How he mistreated them? What Joe? Sh- no, no, no. Like uh, how guests? Sorry, I'm not following. Um, what's his name? Who are we talking about here? Dave Sanjay Smith. Gupta. Dave Smith. Okay. Was like, no, he wasn't being what he was saying when he was back on the show wasn't genuine and Joe was defending him. Um, holy fuck, now I forget what I was going to say. Is the vaccine eating the way at your brain, Simon? Uh, he defends people who, who, who attack him or maybe paint in light that are not supportive of him. I think the main point, the most poignant thing that was kind of reiterated throughout a couple of these episodes this week was that um, Joe, the reason Joe has the following he has is because he gets it wrong. He's not always right. And that's fine. You don't mind that he gets it wrong. You don't mind that he has a differing opinion from you sometimes. Like, again, I'm a fan of Joe's. I didn't see eye to eye with him throughout this whole pandemic. It didn't mean it at no point was I like, I'm done with this guy. I'm going to stop listening. He needs to be deplatformed. I was like, he's a guy with his opinion. He can say it. I can disagree with the stats I'm reading, whatever, you know, it is what it is. But the reason that he has the following and that these fucking CNN and Fox and all these other assholes are losing is because yeah. of that, you know, you don't feel like you're being li- You feel like over there, you're like, these guys are lying to me blatantly. They think I'm a fucking idiot. Whereas Joe, you're like, this guy's just a guy. He's like me. 
he gets it wrong. He might sometimes. not always be right, but we don't feel like he's trying to mislead us. Well, that is the most yeah. important thing that what's his name said. Yeah. All when he's selling episode. me a Traeger grill, I'm pretty aware of it and it doesn't bother me that much. I know that he likes the Traeger that he, you know what I mean? It's, it's all pretty transparent. But when Joe's putting on this next guest, for example, we know it's cause he's not trying to push some narrative. We he's do. Just, we do. Yeah. Maybe all fans of Joe Rogan. Uh, some people listening that oh, don't maybe, know Joe Rogan. Right. Well, anyways, the, what I was saying about Sanjay was the way Joe should go about it is he should just say, "Look, Sanjay's my friend. Um, maybe he made a mistake. Maybe he didn't. Like, but he should stop just trying to defend him as being like an impartial person on CNN because he isn't. Obviously, he is obviously being." Um, because if he is the guy Joe saying he is, he would have said, no, Jack Tapper, whatever the fuck your name is, Jake Tapper. No, it was, Taper, it was Don Lamont. It wasn't Jake Tapper. Dean Don Le Lamont. Dean Lamine, whatever your name is, like, he would have said, no, that's not right. I was just on that show. Like, how hard is it to stand up for yourself? But no, he's part of that system. Fine. Doesn't make him a fucking terrible guy. Just means he doesn't want to get fired from his job. Listen, like us, Joe's human. He likes to have his cake and eat it too sometimes. There's times where he's like, you can't be part of these corporate things without, you know, selling your integrity. And then there's other times where he kind of defends these, some of these guys, the tappers, the, the guptas, who are part of these massive, terrible news corporations and that tow that line. But like you said, with the appeal of Joe is that he could be wrong, he could be right, whatever. He'll own up to it. He, he may be oblivious. But what people don't like is when people are constantly wrong and act like they're never wrong. Yeah, and that's that's what, what for some reason, and throughout this, he is he's hoping for CNN. Where say I've written it off like yeah, never Joe again. Joe prays that CNN still becomes prays, a beacon prays, of prays, real so, news. Like, he just he, he and and they are trying to cancel him actively. Yeah. Like, well, because I don't think Joe wants to be the news. I don't want. I don't think he wants the responsibility no. of being the news. He wants CNN to be the news. Just. Yeah, he wants to go back to talk news. about DMT yeah. and Moloch the Owl fucking I'm, God. I'm telling you, he is where he is now, and whether he now feels responsible to do something differently, he wants to go back to to talking about interesting things Apes. and not being stuck in this political well, you know what's quagmire. Funny? There's, a, there's a big like debate online right now, especially on Joe's, Joe's subreddit, which is a goddamn dumpster yeah, fire. Yeah, it was there. Um the big debate I'm seeing lately is people, people saying like, you can't, you can't have the, like, I'm just a comedian talking to people attitude, but then, but then, you know, also have this other sort of like, look at the people I'm having on and listen to what they're saying. And I was like, actually you can, because like, like Simon said, Joe isn't trying, Joe doesn't want to be CNN, but if these guys aren't going to be fair and impartial and have people on that are going to talk about things that might be uncomfortable, then Joe has to have them on. But if you just do your fucking job, then I can talk about aliens again. Exactly. Like I'm so goddamn bored of this. Yeah. Oh, fuck Simon. I wish I could do something for you. <laughs> uh, one point he said was no, seriously, man, I don't like to see like this. Um, the vi virologist expert, you know, the beginning when we're all scared and stuff, is uh, necessary and you want to know what they know, but there's no way they're an expert in the consequences of their recommendations. 
Do you know what I mean? Like whether it be lockdowns, whether masking children who are like, because the way I see it at the end, looking back now, is we try to save old people and we sort of screwed up young people. Social development level, and who yeah, knows? for sure. And it seems backwards. Like if you're seven years old, and someone said, "This kid can live, or you can die." Like, okay, take me. That, that I think that's how we're supposed to be. So that's the most backward part. Well, that's how it always has been. In time, seemingly, I imagine, seemingly, right? when we were dealing with um, catastrophes and survival and things like that, like. I'm not trying to be crude here, but you're talking about dead weight or the future of your race or not race um, of humanity. You know, like I just think you're that's a for sure, you know, keep one old person so they can tell you how to build fires. But for the most part, you're keeping five kids on your it's a stupid analogy, but you get what I'm saying. I'd like to play Diablo (laughs) avocado for just a moment here. Um, Play on. There's also, you know, let's not forget that for the Spanish flu, they masked kids up. And I assume kids didn't go to school and there was no Zoom at all. So I assume kids just stayed home indefinitely and had to wear masks. But again, I I get it was a different time, all that. And I don't know the full details. But you could also assume, like the next guest talks about, that maybe the data points they're looking at for kids and their downturn in mental health and the upturn in like uh, uh, suicides and stuff. It could have been, most of that could have already been on the way up. Oh, it's from, all the internet math. This is what I'm saying, though, is it could, they could be pointing at COVID as they're pointing to everything right now. Like, they could be using the lockdowns as that data point, when in reality, it could have just been, we're seeing a little bit of an extra spike, but it was mostly already on the way up from what Simon's saying, from social media and all that sort of stuff. I don't know, because I was just thinking about it. I was like, well, have we ever done this to kids before and then i thought well yeah they we locked they had to have locked down for the spanish flu right so and that it didn't kill that generation of kids they well, all ended up sorry no no it's okay what kamar's talking about is we're not going to see that for another five years i understand the we're damage not gonna, yeah, yeah i get it now. Hey, man. the damage you're seeing now it is all because of social media Period. And I and I hope there is a damage. I stake my fucking... Are, I hope kids are more resilient. All my money's all, on like, it. I hope, oh, no, and I, I agree. Hope, yeah, Kamar, listen, you might be right. We might have... I agree. I don't think we know yet the true... Like, if there is any, uh, we won't know for years. Um, you can't. We're right in the middle of it still. You can't find out what the, what the effects of the war are going to be yeah. until the war is over. And I've always said, and I stick to this, that <laughs> I think kids, by and large are pretty resilient. Now that doesn't mean they don't take shit with them. It won't, it won't fuck them up in a way like, like we're all fucked up. You know what I mean? Like little things down the line that, you know, it, whatever you got left at the fucking grocery store when you were six and it sticks with you somehow. Thanks dad. No, <laughs> we just, were already grooming a whole society of yeah, people think, to be ready for this Really? This breakdown, yeah. This being inside and not talking to people and being remote and like, come on, we, we've been... And, and and I guess that's the irony of it all, right? Is like, yeah, you have people fighting for the freedoms, but you're still imprisoned and you don't even know it. Like, again, it's like the... You're just asking for a bit more chain? Yeah. You, you, you just want to be able to have like a better view over the fence, but you're still behind the fence. Yeah. 
It's a, it's really just a sad state of affairs that we find ourselves in as human beings. What I what I agreed hit with him was he's like, so virologists are experts in virology, and they can rec- well, I, uh, the best way to do this is have everyone stay in their bed for the next three months, and then have them come out. We'll be fine or whatever. But when it got to that point, and I've said it before, I feel it, it, it crossed over that maybe it should be uh, the public gets to have a say in this versus you have a couple numbers and you and remember half their decision. I think this fair is made on what they think people will think of them. Of course. Not not the consequences. Of course. And look, I'm the first to admit that I thought that, like, again, in real time, in a time of chaos, they would be looking out for our best interests. But they're looking, the people who make the decisions are looking out for, yeah, a little bit our best interest and a little bit how they're going to get reelected and a little bit who they're going to piss off by not doing something or doing something like, look, there are too many incentives involved in all of these systems to ever get a fair and equitable outcome. And by incentives, I mean like, you know, you're never, everybody wants something better for themselves. Just self-preservation and like, and, and unfortunately, we, like, make that okay in positions that should be totally uh, impartial. Well, yeah, it was and like the, the Ted se- Cruz discussion. Like- and the second that we let, um, it, just even a little bit, we, we open the door to, um, you know, that's okay in government. Well, we've already lost, man. No, integrity means there is no, that's okay. And, I mean, and, and again, that's honest. where AI, there would be no, and I'm not an advocate for robots ruling, real for, ro- for robots <laughs> ruling us, you know, but like we are obviously not equipped to do this as humans. There is, they don't have to rule us. Like, but I mean, the problem is, is we don't like to be told, Kamara's a perfect example. We don't like to be told what to do. So if we created tomorrow, the perfect AI. Oh no, that he'd could fight against it. That could it. direct you. Yeah. That, Still tell us what to do. That's it. If you yeah. could put a watch on and this AI would, would direct your life in a way that would make it 100% wholly better. So you're like, I'm going left. And it says, Matt, it's much better if you go right. You ain't going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Fuck you, man. I'm I, stupid watch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but the best, the best conversation I had was with my um, cousin who's a lawyer. Fuck you. I, I talked about this with two cousins. Yeah. And my one cousin who I thought would be... Before you block them? No, no. Oh, you're still talking? Okay. My one cousin who I thought would be like, yeah, I wish I was there or whatever, was like, they're stupid. This is stupid. The whole reason this happened is because our healthcare system is not good enough. If we had a more robust, a couple more hospitals, it would never be that we had to like do stuff to preserve their rooms or whatever. That, that's his theory. Whether he's right or wrong... I mean, you know it's an interesting I mean? theory for sure. He says, if we had enough rooms, nobody would have had. If we had a way more them. robust, this would have passed half along or whatever, and they wouldn't be here. So that that this was just, these guys doing this is is inconsequential again. You know what I mean? No, I inconsequential. That's, that, that's four words <laughs> that's that are okay. wrong. It's inconsequential. And yeah, it's okay. irrelevant. And then my other cousin is a lawyer. Yeah, and I thought he would be um, against the Yahoos, but he's not. And what he, he explained to me is why this is constitutionally wrong is nowhere in the Constitution does it say someone can tell you what to do. It, our Constitution is actually quite the opposite. Hold on. No one can tell you what to do. I need an explanation from you right now. Nobody can tell Hold you on. what stop, to do. Hold on, stop, stop, stop. Don't, just, you need, you need this answer as bad as I do. 
How did you not get off a DUI if you just said you have two cousins that are fucking lawyers? What happened here? Cousin, cousin lawyer? No, one cousin is a, is a hardworking guy, like blue collar, and that's why I thought he'd be supportive of the. Oh, he's not a lawyer. He's not. A lawyer. I thought both cousins no. were lawyers. My apology. No. Just one lawyer cousin. Um, there might be another one in my family. Do you have a lawyer cousin? <laughs> Besides me, they're pretty accomplished. Hey, Kamar, I'm also the failure of my family. Don't worry about it, pal. I'm right here with he you. Was, That's why we're doing this podcast. He's a lawyer. He leaves me he said, he said the whole point of our conversation is no one can tell you what to do. Yeah. Again, we it's back to like but the how, laws are made. I don't understand. What are you talking about? Of course they can tell you what to do. But they're not supposed to be, so that's why it's unconstitutional. And the mandate laws are not illegal, but they're not legal. There's no law that says this happens. It's just like we said. So the there's no... the Emergency Act. Yeah. So, okay, hold on a sec. You... It's illegal to rape. Yeah. He's saying, what's Simon? The cons within the Constitution, there are laws. The rules which we all have agreed to live by. So yeah. those you have to live by. Outside of those laws, the government cannot tell you what to do. Oh, I see. Okay. Can't tell you saying. where to go or whatever. Just uh, you are allowed to. You are allowed to travel freely within this country. From end to end, wherever you would like to go, un in the places untethered. where they let you go. Well. There's that like, too. Like, yes. Do you hear what you're well, saying? No, but his, his but the idea, don't go in these places. But within these places, I'm letting you go. You're free to go. But Simon, you're also at the same time. What's like, the example? What's of a place private you property? Can't go. Private property. What's where? It, well, private property is one example. They could say this is a forest. That uh, there are mallards here. You can't go there. They Boom. No, they can't. Do you that. can't go there. There would have to be a mandate. In some Military base, Kamar. Military base. I think that falls under what private property is. I, I mean, again, they've, they've, we've seen the RCMP aggressively take people off of government land that are protesting pipelines and stuff. Because so. I do know you can't like wade into a wetland. A wetland, a wetland. You know what I mean? Like a a conference. <laughs> you, you know how they're they're saying it's um, it's fragile yeah. ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't go in there. So the I, last I time I was wading into wetlands. <laughs> Waiting in Whitland. I got my wellies wet. That's a great that tongue twister. Times That's fast. a great tongue twister. I'm glad we got that on tape, and I'm not going to do that. Uh, would you love, they talked about Raytheon, Halliburton, whatever, and you know the guy say, hey, no one hates war more than we do. Yeah. Like if, if, That's why we're doing if, this, if to if stop I have war. a world where there were no wars, yeah. like, they, they need wars. It's, it's the, it, like, you know, um, chocolate companies need fat people. Or, or the whole system runs on war. They need war. There's no way that I'd be like, ah, oh, man. You yeah. know how gas. You know how gas makes your car run. Yeah. War is their gas. So well, how do you increase the budget every year unless there's more war? Right, like Halliburton, they have shareholders. And so that's where one of Dave's the American things. government or any government for that matter should not be able to. Um, hire anybody to do the military military's law. work or government work. Yeah. There should be no subcontracting. It should be some weird You should have to work for the government. At least that way you know that the people are going through the same scrutiny that you would put your people through, right? Interests don't line up as closely as they do with the current situation. Sorry? There's got to be people who do not want war in charge of deciding wars. If you go to war, yeah, right. <laughs> not exactly. people who need yeah. wars or, or benefits them. Their interests, are, their interests are just too aligned that 
something could go wrong. And I know you're, I know they're looking out for the best for us, but it, 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 you can't fix that, man. You can't fix that at you all. You know what's a crazy fucking movie is Vice. I think it's called Vice. It's the one about the vice president there. Um, and who did that movie? I don't know who. Adam McKay. Okay, perfect. Don't there. look up. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a great movie because it really kind of shows you just war driving um, the machine. I would say he's like a, the weirdest, because of my next question, like he's sort of like one of the best journalists of the time. And yep. what's weird is he made yep. Talladega Nights. Yeah, it doesn't even make and any step sense. Brothers. Yeah. So what are those movies saying? Like, is there some big message to them that was totally missed? Or are those just like how he got enough clout to make movies that mattered? That would be super cool to like do a breakdown of how woke those are. Or, or <laughs> what they're trying to say. It makes how the world like Nights is just like. Uh, I guess talking about Adam McKay. Yeah. Because we were talking about Vice. And how that movie just is his, like his so movies brilliant. now are like, there's a message and it's like important and it's like open your eyes to real things and to address issues. But like, what were the hidden messages in Talladega Nights? Step Brothers. I truly believe that you need to. Um, a lot of these guys want to make serious movies, but they're like, you're gonna stay in your lane. You're gonna make a few more comedies, and then once you have a certain Steven Spielberg amount of numbers under your belt, then it's like, all right, what did you? What what what's this new project you have? It's called Vice. It's about what? Well, it's amazing that these end up being like just as popular as his, you know, well, kind of more a, fluff he, movies. He's a great, he's a great filmmaker. Like in um, Step Brothers is so goddamn funny. I just rewatched it the other it's day. Hilarious. So what's that like? How many years later? But the problem am is I, this: Am I sensing another movie game? Sure. Oh, sure. I, I'm not. A, I'm we don't need to do the whole thing twice, I think. Really fuck me there. It's the bonus movie on. game. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I figured, you know. Extra bonus Super Bowl movie game. Kamara's wasted. Let's go. Step brothers, huh? This is saying don't fuck your brother's sister. Or wife, sorry. That, that's the message of that, Step Brothers. Yeah, this week for the bonus game, we're doing Step Brothers. Which is directed by Adam McKay, who's made a bunch of socially conscious movies and starring Will Ferrell, Adam McKay, John C. Riley. Oh, no, that, he, they wrote the I'm story. Ready. I'm ready. With John C. Riley, Richard Jenkins, Mary Sheberg, Adam Scott. He's the dick brother. He's awesome in that. And uh, Mary Steenburgen. Have you seen the making of uh, Step Brothers? No, I don't think so. So if, if you look at the cast, everyone's sort of into, because Adam McKay doesn't write script. Okay. He creates scenarios and then says, let's, let's oh, improv. Oh, they just improv? They yeah. do something, okay, say that. Uh, Mary Steenbergen, she's the mom. She's an awesome actress. You've seen her. Amazing. Beautiful yeah. when she was young, beautiful when Married she was old. Married to Ted Danson. She is that right? used to be, right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. In Sounds the, about right. In the documentary, she comes in and goes, I can't do this. Like, I, I don't improvise. Like, you give me... I need a script. Yeah. And, and, and they're like, she turned out to be the best once she, like... Loosened up a bit. Just open up and, and let it happen. And the father as well is more of a traditional actor. But he's like, yeah, this is my gig. So it, it's very interesting. <laughs> well, what you they're see both is, amazing in it. So, and, But they were the ones who said, I don't know how you guys are doing this. Because like, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are just like, you guys got to uh, beat each other up on the lawn. We'll start here. Let's find out. You know what I mean? And they just go off. The funniest be- scene in the movie didn't even make it in. Oh, yeah? It's the Hulk hands. They want to open a gift early. It, again, it didn't make it in. It's yeah, only in they the... do open a gift early, though. 
Yeah, but it's not in the original movie. Oh, okay. So they open a gift early, and um, John C. Riley opens up Hulk hands. And he's like, Hulk hands! He's smashing them together, and they're making noise. He's like, yeah! And Will Ferrell's like, oh, I want to open a gift, too. So he gets to open one, and he opens, like, a leather-bound wallet. <laughs> he's like, a fucking wallet? And he's so... He's like, Dale got Hulk hands. Uh, you have to see it. I'll do it no justice. Yeah, there's a lot of... So a year, wall. Matt? I have uh, 06, 2006. I have 2003. I thought it's you five. Two thousand eight. Oh, I went the wrong. You guys way. are starting. Yeah, you you guys are starting off. to get really, really far off the. Way. I was yeah, two years off. No, but usually you guys are. Yeah, one off. Well, you know, so. whatever. I, I wasn't okay, terribly okay, off. Okay. I don't mean to be okay. critical. Yeah, you sounded pretty critical. Yeah, you were very critical. You it's, said you thought we lost the plot. I believe that was what starts drinking and becomes a real mean drunk. I'm sorry. Blame it on Super Bowl. The critic over here. Blame on Super Bowl. Um. All right, Step Brothers. How much did this movie cost? Holy fuck. Um. I think two I think years I, after uh, Along Camp Polly. I think I have a good number here. I think I have a great number here. Okay. And it made... Uh, I'm ready. I hope everyone's playing at home on this bonus. Okay, I'm ready to. Oh, no. Uh, I'm ready to. Okay, you go first, Simon. Okay, so I said it costs $17 million to make. I'm gauging off Kamar's face. And it made two sixty nine. Two sixty nine. Oh yeah, that's too much. That's eh? bananas. One sixty nine. No, 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 no. You had one, written it down. One. Hey, it's a Super Bowl. There are no rules. One sixty nine. I changed my mind. Um, Simon, you said seventeen. Yeah, I said eighteen point seven. So we're very close there. And I said it made one hundred and twenty four point eight. Well, I miss. I missed something in this movie because it cost sixty five million. To make. Holy. Woo. How much cocaine did they do? I figured that they would have both done it for free for some no reason. No CGI. Anyways, yeah. No crazy locations. It's just a lot of work. Those prosthetic balls for a Will lot Ferrell of cost like got, 22 a million. A lot yeah, of they, actors they, got paid. And at the box office, it made 128.1 yeah, million. Yeah, nice work, man. You're right there, man. Holy right shit. There. Wow, yeah, I was right there. But I was way off on the budget. So this thing was kind of a bust. I mean, it doubled his money, but that's not like that's not a great return on your investment. Well, for comedy like that, it is. For com- no, for comedy like that, it's such a stupid, silly thing. Yeah, like, I guess, yeah. And that's a bonus movie game brought to you by the Super Bowl. Kamar is so happy. Uh, you know how Joe says a uh, thousand uh, comedians, and I was trying to say there's only so many boxers. How many legitimate journalists are there? And you, and you probably don't know most of them. Like we will say Glenn Greenwald. Uh, how many legit? Seven. Uh, Matt Taibbi. Yeah. Um, Josh Rogan. I mean, I don't remember. Sure, yeah. He sure, was the guy yeah. who busted the, uh, he worked for Washington Post and broke open the uh, lab league thing. Here's the problem. There's probably a ton we don't know about that are just out That's of Joe's purview. Out, you know what I mean? Oh, like, um, Elo. Elon Musk. No, no. He was a Mexican journalist uh, for the cartel. Yes, yes. I remember who you're talking about. Anyways, there's there's not enough, and that's definitely a problem. That's the thing, too. Other countries, like, there's tons of really good... You're just never going to know about them because, again, you're They're not not millionaires. Nope. They're probably dead broke. They're not making the story about them. They're just trying to get out there. Yeah. And that's, that's just... I don't know if that'll change. This is not possible under the current state of affairs, but what if... There were only a limited amount of platforms, and Joe got canceled. He has too much money. Again, he'll. There's always an avenue when you have 
that's why I just that's why I just preface this with. But there there isn't there aren't rumbles. There's only YouTube or Spotify, and there's there's no and none of those exist unless there's an internet that's infinite. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, on. you know what I mean. Like, and with the money he has, there's no reason he can't. Figure something out. People don't ride in the streets. It's, uh, it's just impossible to happen, so it's a stupid question. I, I hear people fine. talking about Spotify will end up caving in the end. And this Rumble, is just Rumble the offered beginning. him $100 million. He'll always have a home somewhere. But I also, I believe that Joe removed those 70. You don't believe, you know. That is the fact. Yeah. He what removed you, those episodes. Yeah, Joe. What do you mean you know? He said that? Everyone has confirmed it was Joe. Yeah. I heard on the fight of the kid, actually, Brian Callen was talking about it. Weird, that, which is the weirdest thing. Brian Callen says he, I know for sure Joe took that those Joe down. took those and down. Brandon because said yes, he, he said the N-word in them. No. Not all of them, just whatever. Just, fuck it. I, he's got a big enough catalog. It's not like us, where we could just release only one episode and put everything else behind a paywall or whatever. We want people to listen. Or, he doesn't. He doesn't. None of those episodes matter if they ever get a download again. I think also Spotify um, politely asked if they could maybe remove a few extras where the N-bomb was not an issue. Like Kyle Kalinske, for example, there was a lot of Khashoggi talk in that one. And uh, I believe... That's interesting. I believe Spotify just went live in uh, Saudi Arabia. So, you know. That's very interesting. That's too bad. Uh, I also think someone may have said, take my podcast down. I don't, I don't want to be on that. That That's was a possibility too, yeah. But uh, who, like, Amy Schumer was the one I was thinking. Maybe, yeah. I didn't want to name names. Uh, Whoopi, he defended Whoopi. She's trying to cancel him again. Just said, you know what I mean, like, and and people being on their go, like, yeah, let's shit on Whoopi. He's like, no, man, that never ends good. No, down with Whoopi. She can't say that shit. Yeah, right. sorry, yeah. too close to the tribe. No, no it's, it's okay when you're talking about someone else, but yeah. when you're talking about the Jews, <sighs> my bad. There is no room for. Her real name is like Shaniqua Tamil. For whoopies out there. No, I'm just, of course she shouldn't be canceled. This is crazy. Like, so she had an idea. She said it. She then realized it maybe wasn't the best idea. And she said, okay, it wasn't the best idea. The, the, and that's the, end of story. That's the most we can ask for. And would we agree, like, cancel culture has been trucking along, pretty much having its way with us for the last five years. And this is one of the first notable things where it's just like, Cancel culture is a wave, and Joe's a rock with the lighthouse on it, and the wave just split around it and can't take it out. Mark, it's not working. You have to write a joke premise where cancel culture becomes a person that ends up raping you. No, I'm not that. That's you, man. I can't do that. It's perfect. Think about it. Like cancel. Oh, fine. Whatever. But just you're gonna have to flesh that one out yourself. Fine, we, I will. We, we've got to acknowledge that deplatforming isn't. It's just not the answer. It's not working. It's it not working. It's not the it's, answer. It's not making things better. Um, like, you know what? Uh, I was listening to Lex. He had John Abramson on. And I was like, I told Maddie, I'm like, oh, uh, this guy should totally be on Rogan. And then they said how he was on Rogan. I was like, fuck, we listened to way too many episodes. <laughs> I can't even remember. Well, no, we've said this often. There's half the episodes none of us have any interest and wouldn't listen to until starved and like, we'll see if there's anything here. And then be like pleasantly surprised with it or that's how it used to be but now yeah we listen to too much rogan anyways um he was saying like you can't cancel uh people your job as a scientist is to convince them of what you think is the right 
idea. That's your job as an educator is to educate the people with good information over what you believe is bad information, regardless of what's good or bad for the most part, you know, if your, if your ideas are strong, they're going to test, they're going to stand the test of trial by enough human beings. The problem though, is that again, people aren't educated. They don't understand science and they're like, well, you were wrong before. And well, then, and then science has to go, yeah, yeah, because we're wrong. Sometimes we get it wrong. And then you, when we get it right, yeah, we come you, back and we say we got it right. You have to work harder. That's, that's I mean, again, I think the main failure is the education system. It starts and ends with that. <clears throat> that's where we failed is we're not educating people anymore. But well, one of the things I said last week, I think was, it's gotten too big that we can't. No, you're, they're creating automatons to go into office buildings. Sorry, go ahead, Kumar. White House, <laughs> White House press, press secretary is the most ridiculous job in the world. White House press secretary, yeah. The just, person who speaks as the head of the president is lying about yeah. it. Like, it's just like... It's, this, you know what that person is? It's a talk, they're talk to the hand. They're the hand. But like... When the president is just like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. Bitch, I can't be bothered. And, and it, then talk and to it, this guy. And yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. Saki is still there, but like it's just crazy. Uh, where do you guys think the world will be in two years? Oh, not in a great place. In two years. Well, hopefully back to where we were before the... Uh, no, that's impossible, right? Yeah, that's, that's just crazy. That's a tough Talk. sell. That's a tough sell. <laughs> well, look, if they win, if the convoy wins, and then we have no more masks and stuff, we're pretty fucking close. What if the convoy a year after that decides they want something heinous? Like, uh, I don't know. No, it, it, this will never happen again. That, that, that's the only thing that I know is coming out of this because you'll notice any other place they've tried it hasn't ha they tried to come back city they got rid of them they tried in toronto you have to block like our friend said we are a weird island yeah and then all it's the access easily, points are yeah. four bridges yeah and, and it's tactically someone knew what they're doing here but on the if you know it's coming you can block them off and they can't even do what they want to do well don't forget that's why the city was built this way well, that's why the that's why the canal was built and that's why we're the capital jim watson and the police chief have to resign because uh, I told you, or I knew this was coming a week before it came, and you, you know very well know on Canada Day, you can't get anywhere near downtown. So with they a car, you're saying? With any vehicle. Yeah. And they know very well. Like, you'd be like, oh, do Canada Day plan. Like, it would take two days to activate that and prevent this from happening, and they knew about it. They just didn't show up, so that's where the ball dropped, and that's now why this is their problem. But you would have been happier if they had, like, stopped the trucks before like my plan yes last yes week, just I, the you know the sign that says ottawa downtown and then it actually <laughs> takes you back to toronto just divert them yeah, yeah. i would have I infinite felt, diversion i would have felt like we got had. they can't they can do that yeah. like you know that couldn't have happened it, it totally could happen they knew it was gonna happen they're doing it everywhere else toronto they did it they did, they did. it so it's just here trucks were coming and they said no you can't so come it's here you all can't come our here. mayor or and police chief together try to be progressive and like give them their say but like they it's it's just plain as jane so now it is their problem and, and they say they need 1800 police at least to handle the situation <laughs> i think they're gonna need the military you know yeah the military said we're not gonna do that because the military are truckers it's 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 this is the biggest mess 
ever happened in this country. But what do you mean? Can the military say no to the prime minister? The police can say no to taking these people out. You can say, I don't think this is right. Fire me or whatever, whatever the consequences That's not is. what I asked you. Can the military say no to the prime minister? Can the prime minister order his military to attack its own citizens? I don't know if that's ever happened. But I don't think Simon was ever talking about attacking. Was that the... No, just to go in and do the job of the police. Just tear people from their... That's the thing. I don't know what they would do. Well, they would go in with their tanks and they would point the cannons right at the truckers. It would be like a Tiananmen Square type of, and then somebody would run up and put a flower in the tank. It would, you know. I mean, hold on. First of all, Kamar, you also do realize that in normal circumstances, if you just drove your car downtown, parked it somewhere where you couldn't park, eventually someone would come to tow your car. Right? Yeah. And that if you were like, I'm not getting out, they would send a cop who would eventually yeah. like remove you. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, the dif- the difference just before I go pee yeah. is that like a bunch of usually nobody today. would protect Kamar if he went and parked his car downtown and the police went to remove him. Yes, everybody's gonna protect everybody. I think down there, which is gonna be well. No, the, the, the big issue, thing is you know um, those trucks have a pin that once removed locks the air brakes and cannot undo the air brakes unless so. I don't know what they've done, but they could have taken all their pins out, put them in a, a bag, and sent it home. Do you yeah, but there's no way that like the government. There's no way there's not p- extra pins somewhere. No, there is. And so how it works is they arrest them all. Yeah. Then they have to go in with cranes, and move each one of those trucks. So you said there are no extra pins. Is that what you're saying? The, the, you cannot move that truck without the operator putting in the pin. They could make pins. They, they, That's they, what I'm saying. They yeah. sit down and go and make a whole bunch of new pins, which don't exist right now, to figure that out. The, the point being is, even if you wrestle those people, it's still going to take two weeks just to remove the trucks. I don't know where yeah. you put them. It is just, it's diabolical. Did you hear about the jerry cans? See, Kamar, the problem though is like, you're too excited because you, like again, there's been times where other people have protested and you've not been this jovial about it. Like you're excited about this. Because you know Trudeau is best friends with Klaus Schwab. You know this for we a know fact. that because he was at that Davos meeting. Oh, where, so we know they're best friends. Well, he he knows that he's in on the he has also said the Great Reset. Justin Trudeau has. Whatever that means. <laughs> okay. We know that. So Okay. I, I no longer trust my prime minister. Okay. And if if they just crush these guys. So just out of curiosity though, you believe that that do you believe that every prime minister before has been at a Davos meeting or at something like that? I don't know how long Davos has been around though. Fine, but some sort of nefarious, like not great consortium? No, I don't. You don't believe every prime minister. So you don't believe a conservative prime minister ever. Stephen Harper probably. For sure, a hundred. But he was there before, 100%. and then before that was Jacques Chrétien. I don't. I don't think Paul Martin was there. Like Paul Martin was like a nerd. Like I don't think he was. Well, again, we're not, probably not invited to a lot of those. Pierre things. Chrétien wasn't. Pierre Chrétien. Or Pierre no? Trudeau. Pierre Trudeau. No. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Sorry, I don't know what you guys are talking about. But do you think anything would be different if it was a conservative government? Yeah, I think they'd lift the mandates. Not what, a long time ago they would have lifted the mandates. And maybe be worse off. We don't know. The, what we were just talking about is why am I giddy about the effectiveness of this protest? Is because I think it's standing up to the new world order. What like, I was saying is he should bastion. he should be careful about being as giddy as he is because again, again, I think these truckers should too because 
There's going to be a time where people are going to just now, to piss these guys off, show up in like Alberta and park a truck in front of a truck depot and be like, hey, Black Lives Matter. And they're going to be like, this isn't right, you motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's, and if they do that and stay there for three weeks at minus 20, uh, I'll respect it too. That, I mean, that's, listen, that's what I'm asking. Listen, like I said, I respect all movements. If you have, if you have the fucking... Fortitude. Um, the fortitude to, yeah, to do it like again. I said it this week. I was like, I, you can't get me to go outside right now. It's so cold in Ottawa. It's miserable. There is no, there isn't a single, the Gestapo could be at my door and I'd be like, it's too cold for me to protest this. Just take me away. But, uh, but did, did you heard of the jerry cans? Yeah, of course. And so now everyone walks around downtown with the jerry can. And I that was like, <laughs> you thought they had them. And it's just like, they keep coming up with this stuff because it reminded me of the inside man. I mean, that's the easiest one, isn't it? I know, but it just seems like something out of a movie. You know, when they all rob the bank and they all yeah, send yeah. them out? Like, like V what? for Vendetta. Uh, foiled again. Uh, Yemen, bad. Nothing to show for wars. Politics are gross. The hidden benefits of war. Would you like to know that? Like, what What was worth all this? Or was did you just pad your pockets? That's it. They just padded we their don't, pockets. We don't know. We'll never no, no, know. No, no, we know. It's They just padded their pockets. It's all money and power. That's it, isn't for, it? For... Sorry, uh, sorry. I was thinking about something else. I was just thinking, just one last thing on the last topic. A lot of people, and not everybody has the same. Um, Kamara makes it seem like everybody down there is fighting for the same thing. I'm just not sure that. No, that, I don't think that exists anywhere. I'm like, just saying. If, I know, so it's just so hard removed, to get behind removed. like any kind of cause because you know that. It, it, there's all sorts of different, um, but I mean, Simon, at the same time, like you could have been at the George Floyd thing and you could have been like pro defund the police. And there could have been someone behind you like defund the police. And you were like, yeah. And then he's like, and kill all cops. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't yeah, want to kill no, all cops. You know the, what I mean? Like th this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, so it, these blanket statements, well, well, just, well, I don't know. Well, my just, friend said is if you went to a gay pride parade, and there's a pedophile there. Does that make everyone on that parade a pedophile? Yeah, exactly. No, of course not. So, so it's just it's it, it, yeah. It's this there's just a precedent, historic, bigger than you think it is at the time moment, and I think it'd be better if the government doesn't overreach any more than they have, and we go, whoa, there is a point you can go too far in Canada, and not a new world order where. We're keeping the QR codes because these truckers, we gotta know where they are, and it just—it's it, just. Can you please stop saying new world order, Kamar? My point Wait, was more. My point was more. Getting giddy over any of this is the wrong reaction because whether you're giddy about the fact that they're trying to fight for freedom, we shouldn't be in this position. Well, it's, period. I'm, I'm getting giddy like all the reporters on mainstream media in Canada were giddy during the Arab Spring when they first thought it was a good thing that yeah. uh, uh, Egypt was shut down, Syria's fighting back, and then we find out it's very bad. So I'm in the same boat. Again, I just, the fear... The Are fear, you comparing us to, like, the Arab Spring? That's all it was. It was just an occupation of downtown. Mar, my fear is that there will be... Nothing five. happened from that. My fear is that there will be violence and this won't end well and that the cops come in and again, you don't want, you don't want the police or the military arresting no. normal people. You don't want it en masse. You don't want them fucking down there cracking skulls. I don't want any of that. I don't want it in my city, in your city. I don't want it anywhere. I again, and I, I think you should have the right to protest. I just don't want this thing to become something more than it should be. But, it's, but, but there's someone should be able to say, okay, this protest has gone Amen, enough and got heard. And again, I don't think, here's the problem too, is 
you can't be you can't be down there calling for the resignation of the prime minister. You could, I mean, listen, you're entitled to say whatever you want. You can have whatever opinion you want. If you want to rah, rah, rah this, you can't, you can't expect that to happen because that's not how democracy works. So on that one alone, like if you want the mandates to end because you feel they're unconstitutional, fucking hoorah for you. I agree with that. You should, and you should fight that for as long as you want. But to try to, it, it is undermining democracy in a way. As we well. don't we don't depose our prime ministers by force. Not you know what happen. I mean? But, like that's well, not what happened this week. That gave the everyone some juice is the two liberals said, "Yeah, he's out of control. We wanted to end the mandates too." We don't sure, and that's fine. Them. And keep in mind too, that should be allowed. If the liberals move in and they they say we're done with this guy, that's part of democracy. That's democracy. That's the only way he can go. That and that's is, that's not on the table for me. Yeah, that's yeah, not on the table. For, and I'm just saying that's. To me, that's democracy's wheels in motion. And if that happens, I'm fine with that. And again, if the conservatives get in, because this guy, this is how I feel right now. If you were elected to any, if you were elected at any point in the last couple of years, you should be fired and you're out across the board. Conservative, liberal, I don't care. You all fucked up so hard. You all got this so wrong. Looking back now, we are two yeah, years yeah. later. Yes. Hey, we're on the same side. So this is all I'm saying is I don't think, I, I think all of them need to go. I don't think any of them did a good job. Simon, you're looking at me all crooked. I, I mean, yeah, I don't think any of them did a good job either, but I just don't know who would have done a good job. I don't know if anybody had the ability to do a good job. Doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is you have to, accountability is number one. It's supposed to be number one in politics. And if you all fucked up, you all say sorry, and then we get the new people in. The one thing the media has been doing this week and it's been frustrating is going to Teresa Tam, going to Justin Trudeau, going home. We've got 90% vaccination rate. We're the envy of the country. Hospital rates are falling. Of the world, what, do you mean? Of the world. What do we need to end the mandates? And they all go, there's a fluid situation. You never know what's going to happen. I cannot tell you that. And that's unacceptable at this point, knowing what we know. If they said, okay, fine, get out of here. Everything's done into law September, I'd say you guys got to get out of here. They, they, they extend it more to punish us all, but they're saying by law they'll extend it, but they won't say that. Or a year from now, they, they just won't say what what has to happen for us to get back to normal. I mean, what's really crazy is like looking, no if we go back to last year, we know that in the summer, it the thing practically dipped to zero, right? So there's no way they can't at least come out and say to the public, <laughs> listen, by the end of March... We should be open at least 75%. You know what I mean? Like we can, we can start reopening. We can really talk about getting rid of masks and, and distancing and all this. There's no messaging like that though. That's the problem. This whole, it's a fluid situation. That doesn't help anyone. No. It's been fluid for two years. Your experts should have figured some shit out by now. Yeah. I think they should just come out and say, listen, you guys are going to get your way. We all want it. Like, I don't think I genuinely, that's, this isn't true. Cause I've, you know, I do deliveries here and there. There are people that are genuinely like, deathly afraid of covid to this day um so Be because of the media not, yeah, not, yeah. Being, not being balanced to say anyways we also don't know kamar maybe they're uh maybe they're immune compromised but the point is there are people out there that are that are still very very much afraid and i feel joe and dave were both adamant that covid is not necessarily a laughing matter yeah and i and all the nothing, power like, to them for some saying people that yeah. nothing i i i, I we've, we've talked too long um the painting Joe's obsessed with painting and, and griffs. The painting cleaned off is the best painting. Right? Because the painting that's been redone. Yeah. Is more... Once she's touched it, it's uh, compromised because she decided to 
there's no do way her own there's thing. no way it's worth 450 million dollars at that point i mean once she gets her little grubby hands in there i think the whole thing's compromised i mean again something is worth whatever someone will pay for it so and that guy paid a lot for it so there you go yeah what was it i gotta ask what it, was the acronym he kept using like we should all know was it sheik ben Mahomet? he kept saying like yes what M- mfb he was called the sheik three letters yeah I don't kept, and that was what I was saying. As I was like, "Who the fuck is he talking about?" But that's now that I think about it, it was it was a sheik, right? Because it was s, some sort of SRM. But yeah. was was interesting is after all the Yemen talk, there's a separation. Like he's, he's yeah, this the guy's the man. Yemen. Yeah, but yeah, his 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 painting was probably paid by the bloody Yemenis. We're fucked. Osama bin Laden was the weirdest thing, right? In what sense? Killed in the night, dumped out of sea. Trust us, he's dead. It was just so weird how that... The whole thing is weird. Trained by the CIA and then ends up being the enemy. Like, it's all fucking right out of a spy novel. And sort of one of the only things that Obama could say he did, he ended that guy, like, caught him. He caught him? He, well, he was, that was a meme, like, George Bush, I got what you could have done or whatever. I don't know if memes existed back then. I gotta say, though, if they did give him the proper Arab burial, it really feels like uh, at least like a nod to someone you used to be in bed with. Because, like, if someone really came and, like, killed your family in the night, you're not going to give them the fucking proper religious burial they want, are you? Fuck that. I'd bear, I'd cut them in 50 pieces and bury them someone who caused 3,000 yeah. people to die in the buildings to fall? Yeah. You Isn't think, the idea... You think they should have a, a bit of, a, like, a disrespectful disposal of them? Why? What was the proper burial you're talking about? He wanted to the burned at sea, you know, where they float you out and you're on fire? Isn't that... I thought that? they were just, like, this garbage and tossed them into the ocean. Oh, they just put him in the big Texas garbage patch that's out there. Right, Osama right. bin Laden's corpse is just nobody <laughs> knows what they actually did. Yeah, that's the bottom. Listen, line. they told a story that obviously made no sense, and when they can't even bother to come up with like a good cover story, I think we should all assume he's not dead, right? I mean, we know for a fact they killed him, and then they they declassified the mission within like a year and made a movie out of it. Well, someone said they killed him. Other people said they saw him kill. So. I'm assuming he's dead. But you, what do I know? I was what over do here. We know? Him and Epstein are just odd coupling it on some island somewhere. I said it before. I'll say it again. Kamala Harris is the craziest disappointment of a politician I've ever seen. Like even AOC, whether you disagree or not, like shoots off and like can rally troops. Like well, Kamala Harris can't do it's, anything. It's, not that I give a fuck about politics, but it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when, because they, they can't run Biden. And they can't run her. So they're, has that ever happened before where they were just like, no, vice president, you're, you're ill-equipped <laughs> to be the next one to come in? No, the, Democrats, the Democrats are in a lot of trouble. Hillary. They're in a lot of trouble the next, uh, next election Hillary. cycle. There's no way it's Hillary. No fucking, we'll no fucking way. We'll I don't buy it. Anyways, yeah, they talked a lot, a lot about stuff that we know what they're supposed to It wouldn't be so crazy that it was Hillary. Like, the, it all kind of makes it would. sense. It would be pretty crazy. Same fucking cronies all the time. I rated a three. Um, I give it a two. And I'll give it a two and a half. Just like too much dude. Dave, you're a comedian. Come on and fucking give me a fucking one-liner or something. The, the it can't abs- all be doom and gloom. The government fucking... Yemen war. Yeah, he's been historically. I found he's been more hopeful and like things on the rise, but now it's just the most (laughs) important thing he said was like three minutes into the podcast, and it was about Joe, and that was the most true. Which is P 
people respond to Joe because we know he's not trying to... We're not being deceived intentionally. He's not trying to lie to us. He will make mistakes, and sometimes he will not get it right. But these news broadcasts are owned by rich billionaires who use them as their own personal, like ways to write public opinion just watch succession i don't mean you too i mean maybe if there's anybody listening out there like that's all you have to do that'll that'll sum it all up because there's a guy like think about what's his name roman uh not roman um who's the dad um what the fuck is that yeah yeah, i know what you're talking the dad in succession like there's obviously an evil guy has like long outlived his um, time in the spotlight and who is still dictating yeah, he still massive how are done. policy for yeah. the world based on like who he's angry at and which child he wants to punish. And that's going to decide what news stories come out. And like, it's gross. The isn't whole it, thing is gross. Isn't it also crazy to think that it could like, it could all just be the the whim of some crazy 90-year-old. Yeah. Matt, this is exactly it. And that's why, like, nobody wants the government to have more control. But it's almost like the news network shouldn't be available to just any rich millionaire or billionaire rather who decides that, like I said, they want to make it their, like a toy in their, in their war chest. It's well, Simon, you can see, you can, you can see, you can see the Washington post. Um, You can watch the headlines about Jeff Bezos go from negative to him buying it to all of a sudden the, the spin of the headlines that he's involved in are news is great. (laughs) Well, just Jeff Bezos is incredible. And so is Amazon. We're going to space. Exactly. Take your eyes off the prize. The last thing I want to say about Dave Smith is I thought he was going to be there to talk about Ukraine. Didn't mention it more than like a half second. No, which is interesting because he, it's all about war. He's so stuck on um, Yemen, Yemen, the the Yemen problem. And look, I'm not like a crazy it's crazy when you hear some of that shit, but because uh, my friend was pretty adamant that the, the whole Russ, Russia thing could be de-escalated in uh, in one one decision. But what's that one decision? Do not let Ukraine join NATO. I like how he's your friend, not our, our friend, friend. Our friend, our friend. Do not our let friend. Ukraine join NATO. That's, I, you that, know, that's all Russia doesn't want. That's all Russia doesn't want. They don't want a NATO country touching their country. And we want them in there because... No, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, you see, I don't, like, I can't. I can't. You can't give a fuck or you can't No, not I give just, a fuck? it's so much. There's so much mm-hmm. going on. I, there, who, whatever. You know what? I don't care. I don't yeah. care. Final yeah. guess. Yes, Matt, I don't care. Uh, was that the question? No, we're moving on. That's the answer. Yeah. Bring it home. 1776, Stephen E. Coonan. Please, let's make this 20 minutes. I don't, I couldn't care less. I don't care. I liked his accent. Global warming's real. It's not, I don't give a fuck. This week sucked. Just doom he's and gloom. A, he's a physicist. That's the only thing that I thought was weird. You know what I mean? But he is a scientist. So that's something. He's got tist on the end of his name. That's all we need. Okay, we get it. He worked for Obama under the Secretary of Science and Department of Energy. Sounds fake. Been around. He worked for Big Oil. He worked for BP. But to try to have 
according to him, give them strategies to diversify. And yeah, if I was like an evil oil baron, that's what I would say too. He's like, I got hired by Halliburton to figure I'm, out how to I'm stop wars. I also got to assume, and they never say this, money. You were young, and BP came at you as a young scientist. And again, they sold you on exactly what you said. You were like, I'm going to get to work this from the inside, and I'm going to get a fucking great paycheck. I'm not, I'm not faulting the guy. I was just joking anyways. The one knock against this guy would be that he worked for big oils, so wouldn't it be convenient if he was just like a plug out there spouting that you know, global warming isn't an issue. Well, you know, big oil continues to destroy the planet. Well, if that's, you know, your opinion. I don't think that's what you're saying. He's saying global climate is an issue. I just don't know if um, it's the issue that we know because bottom line, there's not enough data. It, what he's saying, I think, is that it may be an issue, but the data you're looking at is just the rise and fall of the Earth's normal cycles. So suck it. Well, like he said, as he knows, the uh, oceans have been rising for 10,000 years since, like, it's, again, back of this, what is time, you know what I mean? So, yeah, they're, they're rising and they're still rising because that's what they do, and then they'll all freeze. I mean, that's like, you know, we look at this as the biggest problem because... You have another tiny little bit of life left on this planet, and then it won't be a, your problem anymore. Yeah. Y you know, but meaning that, like, there was a long time where the Earth did just fine, apparently. Simon, so, this is why my all. What fine is? This is why I always had a problem with the Illuminati argument. It's because I was like, I just have a tough time with someone caring past, like, their hundred years. Um, Do you understand what I mean? Like, it would be very difficult for you to want to plan. Well, my plan needs six hundred years for it to come to fruition, and I need I need five generations at or five. You know, that's because I have nothing. It I might be different if I maybe. had a lot of things. I would want to make sure that those things stayed in my family. But again, do you I, really? I, who knows what I want, Matt? But that's what I imagine this is all about. That's where it starts, and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until, you know, but again, you have the Illuminati. But I, okay, but I, I, I think, yeah, sure, I guess, sure. I'm done, Kamar. Kamar doesn't care. He's done, too. Uh, I thought he was saying we don't actually know what the human effect is. We just have, we have an assumption it's changing. We're doing stuff. Well, so, we don't because we've only been around for 100 years data. out of a 10,000-year period that we need to measure or a million-year period we and now, need to measure. And now a human nature thing, we've got ahead of us as well. Since we did it, we must be able to fix it. And he's not sure if that is, how accurate that is. Uh, the climate is not saying it by itself, he was saying. Like you said, if we weren't here, the climate, like no one knows what it'd be doing. Again, like these things, if there's lockdowns, if it was lockdown, what the effects are, if there was no wars. If you weren't, if we weren't here, the ice caps would melt at the same rate. And hurricane, doing, hurricanes would still happen. They're but. doing that re regardless of stupid, puny humans. One thing you said is, and, so, and in the last few years, it has been used as some sort of constant as science. And he said, science is not a constant. It just isn't. There isn't like it's the science. Like it's science is always just challenging stuff. Junk forever. science. Uh, you stop it. 
this the sun <laughs> no the moon is brightness is determined by the shininess of the planet he said i mean again it's all about looking at the data it, that's if the moon even exists right whoa whoa that's my line here we go don't bite my lines buckle up i'm trying to fuck with you anyways go ahead love getting to fuck with and he contended that the world right now is a little bit duller so it's not as reflective as much heat. So that may be a reason why it's getting warmer. Uh, he talked incontrovertible evidence is that's a that's a red flag. If someone says this is it, there is no arguing. That it probably is. Greenland is not a good measure. It's been green. It's been ice. It's been green. It's been ice. But people use that. Why don't we just call it land? Stop with this nonsense. Because well, it would be something else. Greenland but I, and Iceland were named those things to like trick people into yeah. not going or going there. Yeah, They wanted to trick people into going to Greenland because maybe that's where they kept all like the um, giant bears. Yeah. But Iceland is full of hot women. You got it. And so they were like, don't come. It's just hot ice. Hot women and Please. hot springs. Stay and away. They didn't want to share. Yeah. He, he tried to say... Uh, Oh, no, a doctor out west in Canada uh, said the cause of death was climate. Say that again. Someone died. He wrote okay, on yes, the, yes, yes. But again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think climate that's yeah. kind of like reading the data the way you want to. I think that's like somebody looking to make that an issue. He said, that's not actually what I said. It was like... I was pointing out that this probably all happened because of that. It's still stupid regardless, but I feel it's like uh, finding the one gay baker who would, you know what I mean? Or, it's like if someone died five years from now and you put it on COVID because you were like, well, technically because their mom got COVID and then they had complications. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. One question I want to ask, I forgot, the Dave Smith was, because uh, they brought up Fauci, do you believe the noble lie? What is the noble lie? The idea that you a lie you have to make it's, for the greater it's for the, good. It's for the greater good. Oh, I see. Right. Like when he told us that we shouldn't wear masks. We don't, and then we, we don't need an example. We all know, but it's like. I, I do. I, I believe in the noble lie. Yes. I think it depends. I think on, we all believe in the noble lie, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I think you have but, to. But uh, I was talking to someone with guys. Sometimes the noble lie is our fear of hurting a girl's feelings. Yeah. Do, 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 do you know, like girls are way better at breakups than the guys are. Yeah, guys just want to go away. It goes like, no, let's talk. Tell me what's wrong with me or whatever. But guys, are like, ah, if I just stop talking to you, go away because we think their feelings can't handle the hurt we could put on them. But whenever you break up with a girl, like, why don't you just tell me that you're a loser and they leave you? Kamar, do you remember the fucking Patrice? The you remember the Patrice bit where he asked the guy in the front row, he's like, bro, how do you dream about killing her? <laughs> 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 I thought that, like, to me, that's... And Mary always gets pissed. She's like, why do you laugh so hard at that? And I'm like, I'm like, you don't get it. The crux of the joke is that he loves her so much that instead of cheating on her, he'd rather just kill her to save... Like, I was like, you just don't... You don't understand. Like, I was... I To me, it's like one of Patrice's best jokes. You should be like, when I, when I laugh at that baby... It's because... saying I yeah, love you. Exactly. Yeah. And Mary just doesn't... Maybe you should explain it this way, Mary. Everybody wants to kill everybody. Yeah. I'd have you both dead by now if we're up to... <laughs> uh, nothing we're going to do about cow burps. Was it, that's, a, that's a major pollutant. I heard kettle burps. 
You mean from cow, cow burgers? Well, if we got rid of the um, factory farming of cattle, we could do away with a lot of it, I think. Ali G. Massive changes. Like a massive energy has to be expended to get a change that may help or not. But then that's not true because can you can you have that sustainable farming for like all for everybody? Is that really can we know. do that? Is that a thing we can do? I don't know. Are there just or are there too many people? I think the cities are uh, just a huge problem for us. And if we got rid of those, we'd be better off. Ali G interviewed Ralph Nader about um, global warming and Ralph Nader had the best least political answer I've ever heard yet he was like he, they were talking about methane from cows and Ali G's like well why can't we do something with that and Ralph Nader goes well because we haven't figured out how to put a box on a cow's ass yet and I just thought that was the best answer ever but Simon I don't know I don't know if there's what do you mean by sustainable farming like um you know, where you let cows roam free. So free the range. opposite of factory farming, I so, imagine. Okay, free range farming, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I believe it's probably... How much land does each cow I, need? I still think you need a lot of cows, man. I just think it's, it's, it's a huge cause, and no one has a closest solution to that. Besides going vegetarian, then I'm sure there's a whole other problem of pollution on some end. I don't think it's vegetarian. I think the problem is we eat too much meat, maybe. Could that be it? Um, you know what I mean? Like everything, everything has, everything is based in meat. And maybe that's the problem. Like if we could figure out a, a more balanced or diet. Or genetically created meat. Uh, yeah. You know what it should be? Here's the deal. Go on. Can I tell you how to save the world? Please do. Just, I, I got two ways actually, but this is the first. Okay. The first is all fast food mm-hmm. is not real meat. Okay. Okay. Period. Yeah. That takes away you a no lot longer of factory use farming. real meat for fast food. Mm-hmm. You're going to make the exact same thing. It's going to taste the same. Listen, a McDonald's hamburger, as long as it tastes exactly the same, do you give a fuck what it is? Do oh, you no. really think it's it could meat? Be made, listen, I don't think it's meat. If I you think told it's me, hay and if fucking, you told me it was made out of recycled tires, if it tasted the way a Big Mac's tasted forever, I would. I wouldn't care. Period. End of so, story. And it did kill you. And they could, Matt. Of course. If they can't Although make. It's, it's probably killing If me. they can't make something that tastes exactly like a Big Mac at this point. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Well, they can't. Because you've, have you tried the Beyond the Meat? It's fucking terrible. That's because they're trying to, I'm not saying, yeah, you know what? They, there's just obviously not enough money in it because they can do anything. Like to hear them say like it sizzles like meat and it bleeds like meat. That's great. If you eat meat. And you try Beyond the Meat Burger, you're like, yeah, nice fucking try. If if this was what was going to save the world, they would figure it out. It's true. Probably, yeah. Okay, that's that's it. Um, no, because they don't want to put, like, I think there's a, again, you got to realize, too, the States is not big on getting rid of jobs. And what I mean is, like, they. it doesn't matter how archaic the job is, and I'm not saying that farming is archaic. We need farmers, but I'm just saying like there is no job that the U S is willing to part with because jobs are the most important jobs thing, are right? votes. Well, that too. Yeah, exactly. So it seems like there's probably, you know, anything with a big, like dairy farmers, there are probably a huge fucking lobby, but I imagine now, I don't know a lot about a lot 
obviously, if anybody's ever listened to this podcast before. But I imagine that if you shift, like, let's just take something stupid, okay? Yeah. No more gas. Yeah. We're doing solar now. Yeah. We're going to go from shipping one thing to shipping another. Yeah. You're still going to have to ship things. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, just because you're shipping, you're switching to solar doesn't mean all the truckers are being put out of it. Because you still need a ship thing, right? It's... We're bad about the idea of, yeah, giving up jobs. You're absolutely right. But by creating new um, ways of doing things, you create new jobs. It's just a... I know, but... Nobody likes change, period. Yeah. That's... Well, and the problem, too, is you don't, like... We're, we're also, we've as we've discussed, we're terrible at educating people. See, if, if we were... And, if we were more open to being educated, right? Like it, the problem is, is if you've done something your whole life, you don't want to then go back to school at 55 to learn the new thing. Cause it's not easy. No, it's not easy. And you're like, listen, I've been doing this, this, this whole way, the whole time. Like I don't want to go and I want to just keep, I have 10 years left. Just yeah. let me keep doing Humanity it. probably functions just to your point or used to function properly. Doesn't function anymore because of our but lifespan. It, exactly. If you only live to forty or fifty, you didn't have a chance to be a jackass on society at the end. Yeah. Right. Well, the, and you were never made obsolete because you weren't around for too th- long. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. You were never the guy saying, "I don't want to do it the new way" because you were already gone. Exactly. Yeah. It is very interesting. Like when you look at like, maybe that just is it. Maybe. Because we ha- we spend longer on the planet, we just it was never meant to be that way, and we those last whatever years are what fucks it all up. Well, and it's getting worse now. Like, dude, retiring at sixty is crazy now. People are living to one hundred and twenty. Yeah, well, I don't know about one hundred and twenty. We just got to keep promoting extreme sports to older people. But I was just thinking, you know, what was the downfall of like civilization? Okay, this is what I think. I think it was the ability to build more than two stories. Why is that? That would because be the guy coming from Bethlehem, eh? If we could, if we could have kept on that kind of going out instead of up, yeah, I think it would have um, be more spread out. Well, yeah, and it would have like forced us to use everything more as opposed to. Maybe turning right. into these meccas, these cities where we just put way too many people than the landscape can handle. And then you end up with these massive imbalances. But again, just towards your community idea, if everybody was more spread, you would find more of these pockets of community <laughs> who had to take care of each other as opposed to these, you know, giant meccas that are so dependent on... Big Daddy to take care of, you know, plowing the roads and taking the garbage and sewers and lights. And I, I don't know. It sounds crazy. Whatever. Whatever, man. You ready to roll this weed up? Whatever, man. Go on, come on. He talked about how one of the goals uh, with the Paris Accord and our leaders, Justin Trudeau, Macron, are want all the cars to be electric by 2030. Totally unrealistic. I mean, sitting here eight years from now, there's no way, right? There's no way that that's a that's a one of those. What they do is they make unrealistic goals, win a bunch of support, get a bunch of money. Then, oh, we didn't do it. But we find out the reason why is they represent a billion people who are on this page. But there's six billion people who the only way they're going to get 
up a leg up as if they use these fossil fuels. So it's like us cleaning around Nova Scotia to clean, thinking we're clearing the whole, like it's, it's just futile. But it also feels a little bit like you're going to drive the electric cars, but we're going to continue to just drive boats and, you know, fucking planes, which one boat, one fucking giant ship liner is how many cars we yeah, did I this think a equation. Cruise, I think it's a cruise crazy. ship was like, it was like 300,000 cars driving. 400 years of car driving. He, he didn't even min- mention military pollution. But he, that wasn't really his thing. His thing was just, this thing's a lot more fluid than you think. And there's not enough data to say that this is, uh, in, uh, I don't know the word is. I'm sorry, guys. It doesn't matter. Listen, <clears throat> I don't really care how this guy feels. And I know he's data and whatever. We're, we can't, what we're doing can't be sustainable. What we've done to the ocean can't be sustainable. Like, well, they didn't talk about the ocean at all. That was interesting. Like, what about the ocean? Well, because let's just like climate change or not. Okay, fine. Let's say oh, climate has nothing to do with climate change. But fine. Let's say climate comes and goes. The way we're doing things, we are, you know, whether it's the climate or not, we're destroying the planet. The ocean is the perfect example of the trash heap, the fucking microplastics, the, the radiation. The the only problem with his whole thing is that we assume that we can't do enough damage. And I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Like, maybe we haven't up to this point, but who knows, man? Like... Listen, we're humans. Give us time. I do know. Well, I- th- this is what I. This is what I mean. <laughs> like, I was reading about again, just for shits and giggles, that Operation Starfish Prime, which is when they shot what a the terrible name. Well, for this is an operation hilarious because it's when they shot the nuke into space. Okay, and they decided to call it Operation Starship Prime. So I just want to get back to that for once in one second. But so they shoot a nuke into space. Who the fuck knows what was going to happen? Maybe that destroyed a part of our ozone layer that was really important. Like, he doesn't take that stuff into account, I guess is my point in his whole everything's going to be fine. Because we're humans and we're only human. Mm -hmm. So we do things like launching nukes into space. But just back a little fun now. Um what a stupid name, eh? Operation Starfish Prime. Terrible. It really makes you feel like it had nothing to do with testing nukes, though. When they named it something like that. Well, of course, they wanted to seem... It makes it seem like there was like an alien invasion happening and... Sounds so fucking They won stupid. it with one nuke. Kamar, tell me you don't have a lot left. This is going to be a nine. Imagine that was the case, eh? Like, we always assume that aliens are, who are coming here are going to be, like, super, super advanced. So advanced that they're able to travel. But what if, like, it was a, a species that has been traveling for millions of years because the only way they figured out how to travel was really, really slowly because... They're smart, but not that smart, you know? And then they're puttering along in their giant mega civilization ship, but really slowly because, like, they never got warp travel or anything like that. They're just a million years to get to Earth. And, you know, they saw them coming for a long time, waited until they were right there, Operation Starfish Prime, boom, one nuke blew them away, threat over. Nobody ever needed to know, and all we're left with is a fancy name. 
and a story about nukes and spice. Fuck, that was a lot of work. Um, how much more do you have, Kamar? Uh, not much. He has a problem with them. People saying there's too much CO2 because that's what plants need. And he thinks that one of the viable solutions is, I mean, plant more trees to eat your CO2. And the world is getting greener. Where I thought there was to be some pushback is just some algae. I think in Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, that's giving people a disease. Because that's one thing that the algae could be like a something we create through pollution that kills our water even worse yeah. and then kills us. That's a different kind of weird pollution. It's true. We'll probably make our oceans uninhabitable. We'll probably make like, it'll just suck so much to be here that it won't even be worth it. Before we ever like, you know, destroy the planet. Yeah, before it got so hot we could live here, we're most likely going to fuck the water supply up. I would not know the answer to all these questions in my lifetime. So that's a bit of uh, apathy for me. The carbon skies, carbon skyscraper just seems weird in the first place because how much carbon is going to take to build it and then it, it can't break down but hey whatever go for it um there's not enough data he says something should be done but i don't think what they're doing is it i i felt he he meant it that way not saying there's nothing to be done. He just said, these things are realistic and are going to cause more damage. Trying to achieve what you can achieve. I, I, I thought he said plant trees, really. That was the way to go. I mean, I don't understand how trying to get to an electric vehicle is a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Like knowing I, that we can recycle the batteries and knowing that we can... Maybe getting there just uh, in a natural course of time is the best way rather than trying to accelerate and... Put strains on Yeah, no, the that's exactly what he said. He said, you know, we have to do things, but this idea of like rushing into it without thinking of the consequences. But again, which is probably true because like what they're doing with the carbon credits, that seems like a knee jerk reaction to like save a way for them to still make money without actually doing anything, you know? The problem is, is that we know that the electric car was around in the 80s totally. and that it easily could have become the norm. Uh, but big oil kiboshed it. And yep. so, you know, there's also that at play as well. We have to keep that. Because we're human. Yeah. 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 Listen, I'm not. Uh, listen, I'm just I'm just stating the facts. That's all. And finally, they mentioned a movie. I think you guys remember. Are we doing the, a third movie game? No. Oh, sweet Jesus. No. The uh, Inconvenient Truth. Yes. Al Gore's film. Yeah. I've all seen it. It's very like, uh, whoa. You know, you feel like you have a moment, like, oh, this is not for entertaining. I got to know something. Uh, that came out in 2006. And all that stuff was supposed to happen by now. So a bit to the, like, he said, you can't predict the weather past two weeks. I'm done with you. Which is, it's sort of weird, you know what I mean? You can only predict the weather the next two weeks. And I find it's quasi-accurate, but to know what's going to happen, good luck. Uh, rate it. Oh, my God, I give it a two. I just didn't love this week. I, I'm not trying to be a downer either. It's not like, uh, it just felt like a lot of, this week was a downer. I give it a 2.5 because what I heard here doesn't serve me to go on uh, the planet's fine argument with someone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But does give me tools, which I could use, so <laughs> I would be better off if I didn't. But you know what I mean? Again, it's not a... It's not a I get it. You're going to go out in the world and try to argue that, like, 
global warming isn't as big a deal, but you're just not properly armed. I'm not going to make that. it either way, and I'm going to sound a lot stupider and yeah. a, lot, a lot more of a dick and, and you're gonna, friend. And you're going to do the whole like disservice to Joe's show because you're going to sound like the... <laughs> I what I hate. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I'm with you, Kamar. I got you, buddy. Um, what do you think the movie game is for Inconvenient Truth? Or Kamar and I playing? Uh, well, we know what year it came out, so that's a bummer. Yeah, you and Kamar are playing just to end this. So we, on a we more both fun get the note. point for 2006. Okay, nice. We're already up. Uh, I'm gonna say it cost. Well, Al Gore flying around in a private jet talking to people. I'm gonna say it cost um, seven million dollars to make, and it grossed. Uh, two hundred ninety-six million. Nice face, Simon. I think it cost twenty million dollars to make it. Made seven hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow. Um, it cost one point five million to make. Jesus Christ, you're close. And just one second here. I'm sorry. That's not a lot to make. No, it's not. And what did it make? Box office. Sorry, one editor. Yeah, this guy's terrible. And the box office earnings were fifty million. Oh, I'm not even close. I'm not even. Close I thought like made a billion dollars in some sort of weird donation. The way he's still a great he... ROE. ROI. Well, or no ROI. Okay, rather. okay. The movie cost a million dollars to make and made it a fifty million dollars. He made a billion dollars because of it. Al Gore. So that's a disconnected ROI. That, yeah, that really is. That was like yeah. his business card that got its money back and. I, that's probably why he gave up to uh, George Bush. They're like, fine. He was I'm like, just gonna go yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah, a billionaire. I, I, I got a, a little fuck. something on the yeah. go here. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you take care of the country for another couple of years. You I didn't you, want this boo. job anyway. All right, well, that's a show. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, that's incredible. We uh, appreciate the shit out of you. If you are on the Patreon, don't forget to stick around for the post, Joe. We're, we're just awaiting the super bowl here so it's super exciting hold on well let's do it because we don't want the game to start before we've given our predictions here by the way simon that simpsons thing is totally fugazi oh it wasn't even a real thing they predicted it in the actual simpsons episode it was cincinnati against the miami dolphins 34 31 Oh, no way. The whole thing is a sham. Good people on both sides. Jesus. What's that? I'm glad I didn't make that bet. There you go. Aren't you happy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I think LA wins. I'm going to say 31-17 for LA. I'm going to say because Simon doesn't know anything. No, I'm just kidding. You picked Kansas City, right? In your pool? I did, yeah. Um, they have the best kick in the league. Yeah. And the cockiest. So I think they're going to win by three. Who? Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati. And uh, I think it's going to be under 50 points. And I think Cincinnati is going to win because I believe in Cinderella stories. But I don't care. But Matt Stafford and is a Cinderella it. story. He played for the Lions his whole life. Yeah. Now next season out, he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. But it feels like the Bengals yes, were yes. meant yeah, yeah. to win yeah. this year. Sweet and I, I want. I believe in that kind of like. I want the Bengals world to win. juice. You know. I would like the Bengals to win this game, but I just think LA's. Place. I think LA's got the tools. Listen, if the Titans sacked Joe Burrow nine times, 
Aaron Donald and the fucking LA Rams are probably going to run him into the ground. But we'll see. I'm, I'm always wrong. So. He will rush for four first downs. Joe Burrows so, will have 40 yards in rushing. Oh, that's good. I have a prop for that. I, I like that. I like that call, Kamar. Anyway, guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. We hope you uh, stay safe out there. Don't forget to check out our uh, socials, Instagram and Twitter, at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram. At Kamar Babar. You can follow me on Instagram, at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. I don't do shit on there. I don't post shit. I don't talk shit. I don't do shit. Uh, we have a Reddit or subreddit it's r slash jree podcast we have a youtube we hit a thousand today we hit a thousand what? today so thank you to you guys my dick, bitches. we made it they're sending us a paper plaque in the mail i can't wait to get canceled um thank you to you guys go uh actually you've done your part you don't need to do anything anymore the youtube will be back up soon um it's youtube.com slash jree podcast and uh, we have a website. Now, listen, Simon came over this week. We spent way, way more time than we should have. <laughs> Simon disappointed me in way more ways than I can let you guys know. For a guy that uses Procreate as often as he does, he has refused to learn how that system works. And he made some really cool designs. He worked really hard and all for naught. Screenshot. No, he did it all in the wrong form. Oh, no, oh, oh, all oh, improper. Hey, this, no one needs to know that. We'll be yeah. back. We'll so be we back. Are, so the new T-shirt world designs will be up soon, and they will be up on wearenotjoerogan.com. Simon does really great work. You're going to get to see some of his design stuff there. He is a great fucking artist. Be supportive. Whoa. I don't like how you're building this shit up. I'd rather be... Sorry. Oh, he, sorry. Simon is a filthy Jew who's not great with the pen. Uh, clearly they should have burnt his people before anyone else's <laughs> wow, because he wasn't very that's artistic. Rough. That's rough. Sorry, I, yeah. did I lean into it too yeah, hard? A little too hard. Okay, I'm so I'm, sorry. I'm with you. I like the undersell. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, so that's wearenotjoerogan.com. I just lost a large swath of our listeners with that piece of... Uh, don't worry, nobody made it. Perfect. Um, that's it. I don't think we had sponsors, but if we did, thank you to BetterHelp. I'm sure it's them. And uh, the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash podcast. You can listen to the old episodes of This Won't Age Well, as well as the post shows, the show after the show where we shoot the shit, and you can do so for as little as five fucking dollars a month. Don't forget to go over there. If you love what you're listening to here, support us if you can. If you can't support us, um, that's okay. Just keep listening for free, and we love you equally. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Stay safe. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend, and as usual, keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm.